Coming up next on No Agenda Stream, boost your butt off for the Battle of the Douchebags with Sir Seat Sitter, Cratchit, Dean Reiner, and Booberry. Sometimes known as Boostbury. Five, four, three, two, one. in a six-pack. Coming up, we got uh, Al Sharpton versus O.J. Simpson. That's the first round. After that, I believe it is... Oh, God, Bill Gates? I'm going from memory here, people. It's it's Sean Hannity and Bill Gates. Third round going to be another Bill, Bill Nye the Science Guy, and uh, Hassan Piker, who learned you can't say cracker on Twitch. Uh, and then rounding up round four is none other than Gene Simmons of Kiss fame and everybody's favorite anti-gun nut, David Hogg. It's very exciting, everybody. Oh, yeah. And uh, like I said, it's Dean Reiner, Gretchen, and Bluebird. And uh, we're going to have these phone lines open. You can give us a call if you want to call in. Weigh in on each round. It's 865-465-6271. Follow Booberry, that is Boo underscore Burry Mothman, I believe. Yep. Is that right? That is correct. Into social. To vote on each poll. It's going to be, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're hearing this, you probably heard the first three or at least a couple of them. Let's get in there and vote. Get in there and find out who's the bigger douche. It's all up to you, the listener. Wow! Incredible! That was impeccable timing. <laughs> <laughs> Before, uh, before we get uh, rolling into the show, I do have an executive producer to thank. Larry Blightner of That Larry Show and Planet Rage is the executive producer of the show. He came in with 50 bucks, so thank you, sir. Yeah, wow. yeah Larry. Nice. Mr. Velvet. Uh, Mr. Velvet. Head over to thatlarryshow.com for all your uh, That Larry Show needs. I got the Lepta sticker, the magnet on my fridge right now that he was kind enough to send me. I got, I got something for... Larry right there. Everybody loves Larry. Enlist and fight for your mom, for your sweetheart, for democracy, for glory. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, thank you again, Larry, for uh, producing this episode. We love you. And if you missed ep- part two of Battle of Douchebags, Larry was on that one. And he came damn near close to getting his guy to the victory, Neil Young. Yeah, it was Neil Young. Who was the other winner? Or the winner, uh, I should say. Jink, Jink beat out Neil Young by a hair. Yeah, by a hair. All that bestiality. Chunk Junger. Yeah. Chunk yogurt. Mmm. <laughs> nom. <laughs> oh, chunk, chunk, yeah. chunk yogurt's my favorite name. So if you missed the last three episodes, the first uh, champion was Ethan Klein of H3H3. The second champion was Chunk Yogurt of the Young Turds. And the third was... God, what was the third one? It just happened. Soros, wasn't it Soros? Soros, oh yeah, obviously, duh. <laughs> this is going to be a really ex- exciting All-Stars tournament when we're done. <laughs> oh yeah. Soros, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we got we got somebody, we got a Soros level guy today, Crusher brought Bill Gates, so yeah. 
Um, unless anybody has any other. I didn't business bring him. He just showed up because he's now an expert on podcast too. So. Somebody he left just a window shows open. up wherever he wants. <laughs> I bought a podcasting uh, company. And of course, I listen. Stain you can't wash out. You know. <laughs> I listed everybody that was here, but I don't think I gave their respective podcasts. So Cretchit, of course, uh, co-hosts the OBDM podcast live every Saturday at noon and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Rare encounter time. And uh, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, we have Booberry behind the schemes, co-hosted with Lavish every Monday night, 1030 Eastern. And Dean Reiner of the Up is Down podcast. Hey, I produce so, uh, shows sometimes. Once in a while. <laughs> hey, I like they're that. always uh... good. I like the uh, the one we were reading through War as a Racket. That was fun. Oh, thanks a lot, man. That was a fun one. Yeah. You had a good Smedley Butler voice. I almost I tried. I, I almost threw like a I radio tried. compressor on it, add, added some static. <laughs> I still might circle <laughs> back to it. <laughs> that'd be perfect. Yeah. Do a re release. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um well let's uh unless anybody has any other business to attend to. I oh, think we good. should go ahead and do that first matchup. Yep. Uh, Coin Flip says it's going to be... Oh, shit, it's OJ. OJ's coming in first. OJ's coming in hot. Uh, and it's oh, going, shit. It's going to be OJ Simpson versus Al Sharpton. Oh, wow. Blammo. And uh, OJ, of course, famous for uh, not being convicted of uh, murdering his girlfriend at the time. Um, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Yes, indeed. If the glove doesn't fit, of course, his, uh, his. He was also in movies, TV, and played in the NFL. Capricorn One, great film about the fake Mars mission. I don't remember the, the team that he played for, but I'm not a big sports ball guy anyway, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> the that the sport, the sports ballers. Sports ballers. Um, you know what? I'm just going to hit you. This is a, a brief compilation based off of the same thing. This is, uh, the best of OJ's book. If I did it. Suddenly the front door opened. Nicole came outside. She was wearing a slinky little cocktail dress. Black. With probably not much on underneath. OJ, Nicole hollered. Leave him the fuck alone. Fuck you, I said. Nicole came at me swinging. Fuck you. No, fuck you. I gave you everything you could ask for and you fucked it all up. Then something went horribly wrong. Then I remembered that Goldman guy coming through the back gate. And I remembered how our shouts had brought Nicole to the door. I looked down and saw her on the ground in front of me. Goldman was only a few feet away, slumped against the bars of the fence. Both he and Nicole were lying in giant pools of blood. Notice the knife in my hand. The knife was covered in blood, as were my hand and wrist and half of my right forearm. Jesus Christ, O.J., what have you done? This was about me. I was depressed. Then I was angry. Then I was depressed again. For the first time in my life, I thought about killing myself. I unzipped it and pulled out the magnum. I was in tremendous pain, and I saw nothing but more pain ahead of me, and I decided to end it. One shot to the fucking head, and it's over. And just then I heard Dan Rather's voice on the radio, and I just goddamn snapped. What the fuck, motherfucker? I almost put a bullet through the radio. I wasn't thinking of killing myself anymore. I'm going to run over to McDonald's. So we pulled up to the drive through window. <laughs> on the That's an ISO. I ate my burger on the ride back. I finished the burger and felt lousy. It had gone down wrong. A moment later, I felt the tears coming. We should have tried harder. I should have tried harder. The lesson here was simple. It doesn't always pay to do the right thing, especially if you're doing it for people who don't give a fuck about you. I thought about that as I stripped and got into bed. Don't feel sorry for me. Please think of the real OJ 
and not this lost person. Keith Lumsowich, Peace and Love, OJ. And that's uh, some short snippets from his book. Hey, look uh, out. It does. It, it kind of strikes me that, I don't know, it, some of the way that he approached it seemed self-incriminating, uh, self-incriminating, but of course I'm not a lawyer, so. You're not I an immigration lawyer? I'm not a professional lawyer. Immigration. This was about me. <laughs> and that's why I, I got... didn't fucking do this. That's my... I didn't do fucking shit. That's my uh, first OJ clip. So I think I'm going record to say that OJ's innocent. innocent people. <laughs> going record to say that OJ's innocent. He was framed by the white woman. Mm. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Steve Harvey was uh, excoriating him. <laughs> I was hey, going Twitter back. world! I love how OJ OJ starts all his videos with "Hey, Twitter world." <laughs> it was in my list, my list of stuff to pull, but uh, nothing could make the cut. <laughs> yeah, because he's, 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 he's oh, Hey-o. nice. <laughs> yeah, when when OJ first joined Twitter, over half of the replies in every tweet he posted, over half the replies were just a bunch of knife emojis. Oh my! Yeah, who's got uh, Al Sharpton? That'd be Dean. That's me, man. Um, yeah, but I think Chris, you're at the helm, though. You got you're in control of everything. You got the clips, but um, what, do we want to do, do want, a little so... background of of Sharpton? Yeah, yeah, whatever you, however you want to set it up, and then just let me know which clip. Well, we all know who Al Sharpton is. I should hope so by now. He's always been praised as a civil rights icon and a prominent figure in politics for some reason, even though he's a he's a rat and a kook and a grifter. Um, he had become President Barack Obama's go-to black leader, but he was substantially prominent way before that. And anyway, he's he basically he is he is like the level of of showbiz stage performer type of quote unquote preacher, if you want, uh, former boy preacher. He was, I think, seven years old when he first got into the game, uh, turned into a reckless demagogue shortly after that, and then turning into what he hoped to be an elder statesman of black America. He's always loved the limelight and hung out with celebrities like Mahalia Jackson, James Brown, Michael Jackson, Don King. Uh, People definitely know him to be an entertaining motherfucker. That's a little bit of stuff. I mean, I can go on and on. I got this whole bunch of lists here of things, but... uh, we could just play uh, the first clip, round one, part one, because um, you know he's Sharpton, man. He's <laughs> he's unmistakable. Al Sharpton, everybody in Australia needs to know, is one of the worst race baiting hucksters in America, and it is appalling that he is being trotted out right now in the midst of this national tragedy and this national crisis. This way, I don't know that they're viewed as house negroes in the term i believe that they are in the house and the rest of us are in the field so in any event thank you thank you for helping take back america uh people call all over the place are calling me writing on the airports here there thank you for saving america i give those thanks to you thank you for saving america reverend sharpton thank you for saving america <laughs> Give a hand, Nancy Pelosi. A little background on Al Sharpton, okay? In the 80s, he made his bones, he made his career because he helped a young woman named Tawana Brawley 
claim falsely that she had been attacked by a pack of white cops and gang rape. Now, this turned out to be completely false, but he ruined a number of people's lives and careers in the process of making his name. Later on, he would go on to lead essentially an anti-Jewish pogrom in the Crown Heights neighborhood of Brooklyn that resulted in the stabbing death of an Australian Jewish rabbinical student named Yanko Rosenbaum from Melbourne because you know he was he was agitating against the Jewish community and calling them the Hasidic diamond merchants and all of that and basically led to three days of rioting that was that was allowed by the then feckless government uh, in New York City at that time I think it was around 1987. Since then, he's been involved in numerous other controversies. He's a tax evader. He is just a shyster of the worst order. And yet they trot him out, Al Sharpton, of all people, this race-baiting huckster, to come at this moment when the nation needs to be coming together and yet it's being torn apart. It's really, really appalling. White folks was in the cave when we had no empire. We taught philosophy and astrology and mathematics. Before Socrates and them Greek homos ever got around. <laughs> Man, douchebag. Total douchebag. He's, He's uh, getting rich off how, of it, too. <laughs> how old is he now? I didn't bother looking him up because he's never going to go away. He's he's immortal. He'll never die. His form will just be occupied by some other shit stain that you can't wash out. I, I loved when uh, Pastor Manning, the, like, the... The homosexuals' buttholes are gonna be burning, and that guy, the, um, the <laughs> whoop Obama's behind with the Constitution. He he would like he stood outside uh, MSNBC and yelled at Al Sharpton and for like two days happen. straight. <laughs> for like two days straight, he was yelling at Al Sharpton like, "Why'd you get so skinny, Al? You got AIDS? You better tell me if you got AIDS, Al. If you do, <laughs> don't stand too close to me now." <laughs> like, uh, Put on that fucking mask, man. He's 68. He's 68 this year. He does not wear it well. That's it. He does not wear it well. Uh, Does that mean polls are... I like how since he's he's lost a huge amount of weight, his head looks enormous. (laughs) Like a weightless baby. But resist, we much. (laughs) We must, and we will much about that be committed. Kudos to that guy for goofing up his, his teleprompter read and then just running with it. He doesn't give a fuck, man. I don't he doesn't yeah. give a hell. He's not one that damn. paycheck either way, man. Mm-hmm. I get paid by the hour. Or no, I guess he's salary, but I mean, paid by the syllable. <laughs> are we That's why. Are we ready for the polls to open? Should we sh- uh, start our timers? I think we're ready. Ready? Go. As long as uh, as long as Dean, as long as you're ready to uh start the voting for this round unless you had something else on now. Um, well, I got a whole bunch of stuff here. I don't know if you guys want to, I mean, I can, I can read all this stuff off or do we just want to keep the show rolling. I got about, um, <laughs> I got about 16 points that makes Al, Al Sharpton a douche, but maybe I'll save that for round two. Well, I was going to say, since you have the four clips, if you want, while the polls go and you can read off uh, those points and, and, and Boo can talk about OJ if he has anything on that. Okay. Yeah. That sounds cool, man. Unless you had another clip you want to, it's we've kind of made it to where it's like use your clips strategically as you go through. So if you, would, uh, however, however, however you want to do it. Yep, and that uh, yeah, I'll just read this. That right. poll is the open, folks. All right, All right. And, uh, poll is open. Go ahead, go ahead and uh, give us some Al while we wait on somebody to call in because that phone number is eight six five four six five six two seven one. 
All right. Give us a call. While you're considering your vote, know that uh, Al Sharpton grew up in a prosperous suburban family. His dad was a landlord and a businessman, and he was a child prodigy as a preacher. By age seven, he was touring with gospel great Mahalia Jackson and Bishop F.D. Washington, the renowned Pentecostal minister of Brooklyn's Washington Temple Church of God in Christ as the Wonder Boy Preacher. I just read a book uh, about something like that. It's a fiction book, but it was uh, interesting. Those Wonder Boy Preachers, man, they're they're really great gimmicks. At age 10, Al Sharpton, however, his parents divorced due to an affair his dad had with Sharpton's half-sister, his dad's stepdaughter. What? Sharpton's mother, yeah, Sharpton's mother was forced to go on welfare, and at one point they went without electricity for six months, and Al Sharpton became an ordained minister shortly after his parents' divorce. Al got involved in social activism during his teenage years, organizing several youth protests before he graduated from high school in 1972, and forming a national youth movement named National Youth Movement, very clever. After two years of college, he dropped out and worked as national touring manager for James Brown, who was a former contestant on Battle of the Douchebags, if I recall. How cr- yeah, how crazy is it that all these douchebags keep in, like you know crossing paths? Because it's a giant club, man. Uh, <laughs> and that's where he met his wife, Kathy. They have two teenage daughters. Since that time, uh, James Brown days, he's led numerous publicity-grabbing protests following incidents of racial attacks and police brutality, such as the police assault of Haitian immigrant Abner... Luoma, uh, Luima, Abner Luima, informed a national action network called National Action Network. <laughs> so clever, man. With 20 <laughs> chapters around the country. Uh, in other words, like Pat Buchanan and Jesse Jackson, he is a political figure famous for incendiary talk and not much else. Sharpton has been frequent in the media for leading protests against grand jury decisions exonerating white policemen in the deaths of unarmed African Americans in Ferguson, Missouri, Staten Island, New York. Uh, but many in the mainstream media have sought to downplay the negatives surrounding the firebrand minister who has been accused of being a rabbi out for personal gain. These accusations include facts. Uh, uh, number one, when Sharpton sought involvement in the funeral of Akai Gurley, an African-American shot dead in uh, November, I think this is in 2012, by a rookie police officer uh, in the darkened stairwell of a housing project in Brooklyn, New York, Gurley's family asked him to stay away from them. Sharpton held a news conference condemning the cop and promised to deliver a eulogy at the wake. But Gurley's aunt, who was speaking for his mother, told TMZ, Al Sharpton came in, put his name on the situation, and has not even made one single call to the parents of Akai. That sounds a lot like the like the Michael Brown thing, too. Adding that all Sharpton sees is money and political gain, and he's turning the tragedy into a circus. Sharpton has more than four point, yeah, he has more than 4.5 million in current state and federal tax liens against him and his businesses. His national action network has repeatedly failed to pay travel agencies, hotels, landlords, and other expenses. Sharpton has allegedly sought to keep his nonprofit afloat with money that was supposed to go to payroll taxes, although he contends that the payroll tax shortfall was not intentional. It was just an accident. Uh, let, me, now, Sharpton. let me pause you there Sorry. for a second. We're about 30 seconds out from the polls closing. So if you haven't voted oh, yet, my oh, God. now's your chance. Oh, let me get the timer. Let me get the timer going. Oh, geez. Oh, oh, geez. Right, con- oh, wow. Oh, geez. Continue, continue there. Dude. Okay. Uh, Sharpton said in 1988 that he informed for the government in order to stem the flow of crack cocaine in the black neighborhoods, although the smoking gun alleged that he was paid to be an informant. In fact, his confidential informant name was CI7. 
In December 2005, Sharpton agreed to pay $100,000 in public funds he received for his 2004 presidential campaign because he has exceeded federal limits on personal expenditures for his campaign. I don't know, man. I was banging seven-gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. Final. Oh, whoops. I meant to do. Hold on. Final results. Yeah. With tw- yeah. with 28 people voting, it was a landslide. Al Sharpton comes in with 89% of the vote. Ouch. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, that was a spanking. Guilty. Man. Ugh. Douchebag. Man, OJ just couldn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dame Kenny Ben points out that uh, Sharpton is a bigger douche than a murderer. <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny? <laughs> alleged, a really good observation. alleged murderer. Allegedly. Do you, do you know why? Do you know why Al could make the cut? Why? Because his last name is Sharp. Uh, <laughs> guilty. Um. Well, let me uh let me let me hit you with a a uh, little playout clip. It's super brief from uh, Mr. They could put me in jail. Mr. Simpson. I there's a lot of like post trial videos of his interviews. Uh compilations and whatnot there's some pretty funny things but this was by far my favorite did you do it <laughs> no i didn't nope did not do it after we finished filming oj said to me that uh, he had a surprise for me and i genuinely was surprised i think it was his idea of a joke and this is it <laughs> he opens the door and has a plastic knife and starts stabbing at her <laughs> Oh my god. Was that him making that noise like the psycho music? Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. Wow. Nice work. Oh lordy, funny guy. Uh I had another one where he's laughing about all the blood that he was covered in when he um awoke from his stupor at the scene of the murder. Uh there was something I guess quite- from from his fugue state. Yeah. <laughs> Deep, Man. deep meditation. Um, well, that's uh, that's all she wrote for OJ. Congratulations, Dean. I got spanked. Hey. <laughs> the juice is once again loose. It's my pleasure. So oh, OJ so, I mean, gets I, off I, again. All right. So I've got some more Sharpton clips. I don't know. Like, um, how many? Uh, how's this whole thing go, Chris? Do we play another clip, well, or so do we na- save those for round two? You'll probably want to save them because, um, yeah, uh, we, gotta- we got. Yeah, it's, so it's a bracket. I don't know if I think I sent you the bracket. So next next round, um, Al, Al Sharpton progresses, and then on the next round, Al Sharpton will either face Sean Hannity or Bill Gates. Ooh, so, that's gonna be a up, tough one. So up next, it's Hannity versus Gates, and the winner of that will face Sharpton in round two. And awesome. uh, thanks to Gal, I did a little bit of a coin flip, and it's going to be Sean Hannity going first. Oh, jeez! Oh, right. Let's go to the Sean Hannity clip. that's a really good one perfect uh all right hannity um okay so i have uh what do i want to do here um i think we could start with uh sean hannity's villain of the day he does a segment he does on his show where he highlights it's it's his own version of the douchebag battle except he just has one guy instead of people facing off this is hannity's villain of the day Hey, sean hannity here All right, our villain of the day, yeah, it's a guy named Bill Maher. This is what he said about, well, billionaire David Koch, who passed away. I might have sweetened this clip a little bit. (laughs) 
Yesterday, David Koch of the zillionaire Koch brothers died. Please, of prostate cancer. I guess I'm going to have to reevaluate my low opinion of prostate cancer. <laughs> so, f him. The Amazon is burning up. I'm glad he's dead, and I hope the end will come. Have a little message for Bill. You know. I never called for his firing. It's conservatives who stood up for him when he worked at ABC, not liberals. Uh, I never called for boycotts. I'm not going to start now. You're a jackass. You're a mean-spirited jackass. I have other words I really want to use, but unlike you, I work at a network that has some standards, and if I said it, I'd have to spend all day tomorrow and the next day dealing with that crap. The guy you're talking about and his wife donated $1.3 billion to charity. Until you do that, just keep your big mouth shut. Uh, there's uh, Hannity kind of grandstanding, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that about the Koch brothers. Yeah, I was going to say, was his entire defense that this guy donated money, so thus he's, he's a good guy? Yeah, and uh, I got these ISOs from You're it. a jackass. And this one. And this one. You're a mean-spirited jackass. Yeah. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. All right. That's my first Andy clip. I got to have me ISO for you. Uh, I want to see the spider. <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, that Cratchit with Bill Gates next? Yeah, Bill Gates coming up here. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. I had these numbered, but they're not in any particular order. So let me see here. Um. I'm going to go with this one because of how he elevates himself. This is actually the longest clip, so I apologize for the over three minutes length. But, uh, Disqualified! <laughs> well, Guilty! Probably, <laughs> the presence of social media plus a pandemic... Levels okay on that? Can you pump that up a little, a little bit? Yeah, start it over, crank it up. Uh, you need about six DB, six dog biscuits. Some of the it, it's surprising how wildly different the the recordings that you're you're getting from like the network sources mm, how bad yeah. some of them are yeah all right and how much background they're not podcasters um, Tucker has we got a bunch of clips coming up <laughs> I'm gonna try, try this one here um, this is gonna be way too hot I think now I think I went way too far sorry Let's bring this down. Do it, you fucking well, this up. Nice the work. The presence of social media plus a pandemic is a combination that's never been tried before. Uh, and, you know, nobody would have predicted that I and Dr. Fauci would be so prominent in, you know, really kind of evil theories about, you know, did we create the pandemic? Are we trying to profit from it? And on and on. Uh, and so... You know, I'm I'm very surprised by that. I hope it goes away. I hope it doesn't hold back, you know, mask wearing or seeking out vaccines. The percentage that's really misled by these conspiracy theories, it's unclear to me. There's millions of messages out there, you know, where my name or Dr. Fauci's name is used. But do people really believe that stuff? I'm, you know, we're going to have to get educated about this over the next year and understand, you know, what... How does it change people's behavior? How should we have minimized this, either you know, working with the social media companies or explaining what we were up to in a better way? Uh, 
you know, from the foundation we point to. of view, the fact that he took that rescission of the global vaccine money, which, uh, you know, is super, super important. The fact he rejoined the WHO, the fact that he's appointed smart people, the fact that Dr. Fauci uh, will, will not be uh, suppressed. Uh, they'll take full <laughs> advantage of Francis Collins and, and Dr. Fauci, who are wonderful people. Uh, you know, in terms of the epidemic, it sometimes felt like they were the only sane people in the U.S. government. So uh, this phase, even though, you know, it's a huge challenge, you know, now we have people who are allowed to, you know, share the truth and you know, we can draw on the depth of CDC capabilities. Every politician is under pressure to go bid for their country, you know, to get, you know, further up in line because the value of these vaccines even in the case, uh, you know, when it's not the Gobby price, the value far exceeds the price uh, in terms of countries getting back to normal. And the rich world countries will largely be out of it um, if we can get our vaccination levels up to 70 to 80 percent, which with good leadership, good communication, uh, you know, these vaccines appear to have very few side effects. And so uh, the benefit to society uh, everyone or a high percentage of people participating, uh, you know, should be very clear, although, you know, all the crazy conspiracy theories may cut into that. But yes, I'm optimistic <laughs> that the rich all, world all uh, this year will return largely to normal. There may be some mask wearing and big public events may not be completely wide open, but uh, particularly if we help the developing countries not be a source of reinfection. Uh, you know, we were seeing the beginning of the end here. As you get into 2022, we are going to have enough vaccines to vaccinate the entire world. Now, where various people are in line, you know, how much the rich countries, you know, take all the early doses, that's still being debated. So, you know, the total number of doses that uh, Gavi has in the first half of the year is still very modest. Yes, they will get some doses out, but, you know, if you compare when they will reach the same percentage of coverage as the rich countries do, that's where I say it's six to eight months best case. Ah! <laughs> so I should have said that a little bit better. That was actually from January of 2021. So this was before the vaccines were widely available. Granted, they were in testing as early as like August and September of 2020, but. I found so that one so amusing. So according to him there, the pandemic is supposed to be over with maybe a little mask wearing in the meantime. Yeah, so keep in mind, this is almost a year and a half ago. Um, and he, if you notice, he kept referencing himself and Fauci in the same breath as if he's some sort of medical doctor. Like uh, Fauci won't be suppressed. Oh, my God. There was the throwaway line that he's working with the social media companies, which is always ominous when they're talking about you know getting the, the correct news out there. This was right after um, uh, Biden's installment. I like um, when Bill said there uh, – now people are finally allowed to tell the truth or something like that. Yeah, as if that was suppressed apparently before. <laughs> yeah, Fauci's totally suppressed. Um, also, yeah, it's a good thing that that was cataloged because the internet never forgets. Thank God for the internet. Oh, yeah. Uh, he oh, mentioned, of course, that the vaccines have very few side effects, which, of course, we're now seeing a year and a half later. Maybe not the case. He kept bringing up these all these conspiracy theories. They keep seeming to turn out true. I don't know. Weird. And he used the phrase that we're approaching the beginning of the end, which I thought was a little ominous. Uh, yeah, the beginning of the oh, end. Oh, Billy boy. Dude, what am I supposed to do, die? 
think we know the answer to that one. Oh my. It's the only way out. That's my, that's my favorite Hassan ISO of the day. Are we, uh, Cretched, was that it for the uh, Bill Gates presentation? Shall I open up the polls? Yeah, I just I just have that one one clip for that one. So. All righty. Right, let's open the polls, and I'll open the phone lines. You can call in at 865-465-6271, weigh in on this, and uh, follow Blueberry on the No Agenda socials and vote on the poll. Yeah, I'll get those links dropped into the troll room. Boop. And boop. Bill Gates loves you. I don't know. This one's a tough one for me. It was all all poop water. Uh, uh, it it uh, you know it it uh 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 muscled uh. Hello, caller. You're on the air. How you doing? Oh, how you Billy doing? Boy. Doing pretty good. Who you, who you liking on this round? You liking Bill Gates or Sean Hannity? Well, you know, you got some pretty big douchebags there. Sean Hannity's got, like, an enormous head. And then we got Sean Hannity up TV. there. But uh, still a pretty big douchebag, but it's just not even a fair fight. Bill Gates all the way. Hmm. Yeah. Intriguing. Hmm. You know what? You know what? Uh, you know what Bill Gates and Epstein were saying? Old enough to count? Old enough to mount? Question mark? Oh, God. It's another Hassan clip. I got question so mark, Hassan exclamation ISIS. point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. <laughs> so you're uh, so you're saying it's not even a contest Bill, Bill's taking this one? No, nah, Bill's giving him the whomping and the stomping, which is too bad because, you know, I mean, Sean is a pretty big douchebag, but... He's even got that little CIA against the likes of Gates, Against the likes of Gates, he's got no chance. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this, caller. What do you think the percentage is going to be? Like, how how thorough of a thrashing do you think Bill Gates is going to give to Sean Hannity? Ooh, uh, you know, the last round was pretty lopsided with the 89 percenter. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be close to that, but closer. You know, like maybe 82 percent, 84. Okay, 82, 84. All right. That's my guess. Solid numbers. That's my guess, because I think there's more people triggered by Sean Hannity enough out there than there are by OJ. Dude, Hannity fucking sucks. Yeah, but I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's and OJ is kind OJ is kind of a one, one Bill Gates vaccine. Oh, that's yeah. true. OJ, he's kind of like you know. Hannity's been cheerleading Bill Gates vaccine. He's been cheerleading Pfizer. He cheerleads. He's cheerleading the. Uh, War in Ukraine. Yeah, but, yeah. Cheerily did the Iraq War. Sean Hannity's is a stooge, though. You know, I mean, yeah. Bill Gates is like a mover and shaker. He's like buying up all the fucking land across the across the South there, and all kinds of ignorant evil. Well, shit, you got to so. remember, evil does not necessarily equal douche. That's true because I'm evil and I'm not a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're an evil Bond evil. does now not mean free. you're a douchebag. Like, there's like um, that's why I argue that Alec Baldwin should have beaten George Soros last episode. But I see, I see, I see what you're saying. So, like, maybe a guy that wears three polo tees is the douchebag, even though like his roommates guy like stealing money from children and uh, kicking puppies. Yeah. That guy's more evil. The way I measure like levels of douchiness is how likely how the, like this person here 
how likely are they to like fit into the cast of Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! My cousin was in that. Oh shit. yeah, but okay, Ash- yeah, that's true. But Sh- I'm talking about Sean William Scott more than Ashton Kutcher. I'm high as a kite right now. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, jackass. you know, Bill Gates, pretty big douchebag, right, right, You know. Yeah, I mean, ah, ah, ah! I think Bill Gates is a ah, pretty big douchebag. Chew bubble gum uh, and uh, give reach arounds. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it, uh, you know, it, it uh, ah, uh, 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 <laughs> I know that sound. I know that sound from anywhere. Uh oh, it's time for the timer. I think it's timer time, isn't it? Uh, Incredible! Incredible! Wow! Yes, we're about uh, twenty seconds out. Make sure you get your votes in there. Get your votes in, people. You got twenty seconds. Yeah, this is. this is, uh, it's too, I don't know, it's too soon. It's too soon to say. My ex-girlfriend, like one of my first ever girlfriends, I lived with her for uh, one and a half, two years. Uh, she was physically abusive. I would just fucking crawl up in a ball. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm, like, mm. Oh, wow. results. That was a thrashing. It's Bill Gates with 97% of the vote. 31 people voted. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh out, out, I think that's the I think that's the biggest thrashing we've had except for James Brown versus Neil Young, which I believe James Brown got 0% of the vote. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, up against um, the so, uh, I guess Bill like, Gates voted in the poll, huh? He's that three <laughs> percent. Sir Bimrose points yeah. out one person <laughs> voted for Hannity. <laughs> Bill Gates just looked down at Sean Hannity and Wait, said, "Blumpkin me, bitch." Oh Did, God! Does that confirm that, that Sean Hannity's listening right now? <laughs> I think he knows the way. Uh, well, congratulations, Bill Gates. Douchebag. Guilty. Uh, Bill Gates is semen. Wow. Aquaman. Oh, semen boy. Let me play you out with a... uh... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's going to be Al Sharpton and Bill Gates uh, in the following rounds. Very cool. Uh Very legal. This is going to be tough. I mean, that's what Bill Gates wants to do. Since since, uh, Sean Hannity's out, let me play you out with the Hannity clip. Um, I think... uh, Yeah, let's do this one. Uh, well, do what I, I have Hannity lecturing Tulsi Gabbard about Tulsi Gabbard about why we need to nuke Russia, while Alex Jones watching comments on it. But that one's a little longer, so I'm gonna go with this one. This is Sean Penn and Hannity. Sean Penn goes on Hannity's show to talk about Ukraine and Putin. Well, that's a battle of the douchebags right there. <laughs> yeah, P- Sean Penn's. Uh, yeah, wow. It's exactly. And then we got Sean Hannity up there. Sean Penn is literally uh, no- mentally retarded. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, those military commanders in Russia who also have been sanctioned, whose children won't become the United States for their education or going to England for their education or a lot of other places. Um, if I am 
I, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to invest in the conversation. Not that I don't have it privately about my feelings about what should, what direct action should happen to a leader who does that. Um, but if there is a God, there will be vengeance beyond all possible comprehension. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. This is quoted in a very famous book. Um, good luck with your work. I hope that this thing, war, this war ends soon. And I hope they are victorious. And I hope Putin gets put right back in the, the, the grave that he deserves to be in for doing this. Um, and I hope it stops here. And... That's you're, it. That's it. By the way, we got to ask ourselves what happens you if are Russia invited. wins. You, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a bad answer on the other side. You're invited to come back and talk. You'll never talk politics with me on this show, will you? I don't know because I think we're in a different time, and we all have we we, we all we all got to figure out something to talk to you. Do you, you trust other. me now more than you did? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm, I, you know, I'm not gonna weigh in on the Putin thing. No, no. You said I, you said Putin to me first. Words, I don't in. trust you. That's what you said to me. Let's, you, let's, do you trust me that I keep my word? You absolutely kept your word, and I. So and why I don't do, you trust me? Please trust we, me, David. You know what happens is, <laughs> is, is, is that there's a lot of bitch. physical therapy necessary after a big car accident. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it all done in a day. All right. Um, hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe to Fox News YouTube page. Uh, I want to see this fight. Sean Penn is literally mentally retarded. That's my best. I, That's the ISO of the day right there. Did both of those gentlemen have a stroke before they got onto the television Dude, set? Sean Penn always <laughs> Sean Penn always sounds like I, 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 I it's like what are you doing, Sean? That's like, he's no sounded buffer. like that since like <laughs> he's, he's he's on that they're always perpetually on that cleanse diet, so he's just kind of like yeah. like can Sean, I sneak this one out or is this gonna make a mess? The like the uh, on Team America World Police, the puppet version of Sean Penn sounded more like the Sean Penn of the '80s and '90s than current day Sean Penn does. I don't know what happened to him. Probably a lot of coke. Mm. Have you had any diarrhea? <laughs> well, um, shit. Well, that's uh, that's we're on to uh, the next matchup. Then that's uh, Bill Nye versus Hassan Piker. It's Cretchen and I up against each other. Who's going first here? It's going to be Hassan Piker. No, and Hassan. Before you play your Hassan Piker clips, I have to ask, who is Hassan Piker? All right. Well, he seems like the next. Lo- well, first Hassan Pecker. Guilty. He seemed like the next logical step because the first douchebag champion was, of course, Ethan Klein from H3H3, who I know Joe from OBDM hates almost as much as I do, but not quite as much. Um, so, Hassan co-hosts a podcast with. Ethan Klein called Leftovers, which is just god awful. One of the most boring. It not only is it just full of bad, horrible leftist garbage takes, but it's just a boring show. They spent three million dollars on the set to look like a mock oh. version of the Infowars set. It looks like Alex Jones set, except they used a lot of green screens, whereas Alex used actual screen TVs behind him. Um, but so Hassan co-hosts uh, Leftovers with Ethan Klein of H3H3, and his uncle is the second douchebag champion from Battle of Douchebags Episode 2. His uncle is Chunk Younger, Chink Yogurt, of the Same Young Turks. Thing. Yeah, really? so he's, uh, he, he, he was a co-host on the Young Turks for a while, and I won't play the clip because it might be a little long, but he, was, he hosted a thing called Bro Tips on the Young Turks, which was super misogynistic. Uh, he, and transphobic, he talked about Lady Gaga having a penis and stuff. 
Uh, he talked about Miley Cyrus being a slut. Hannah, I knew I always knew Hannah Montana was a slut. It was just like frat bro, bro bullshit. All those videos that were on the Young Turks channel that he hosted, uh, bro tips, have been completely purged and wiped out from all Young Turks things. But of course, the internet never forgets. So you can find all those old videos that Hassan used to host. Mm. And he would espouse all this fratty, sexist stuff, which I'm not condemning him for that. I'm condemning it for him for uh, being completely the opposite of who he now is which is a socialist twitch streamer the high the by far the biggest political streamer on twitch over two million subs on twitch uh he's a socialist he says eat the rich and he drives a three hundred thousand dollar car and lives in a three million dollar home in beverly hills there's no such thing as satan uh, yeah <laughs> and so let's let's and, and uh, wait, let's, how, did, how did alex jones pronounce his name uh, Hassan Pecker, Pecker. <laughs> Donkey Kong's no. Pecker. I have a um, you got a one inch Pecker. Yeah. Think about sticking your Pecker in a light socket. <laughs> so uh, this is um, I God I have so many Hassan clips, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna skip over the bad takes and the um, everything else just to get to this uh, three parter A B and C. I think they're all. About 30 second clips, 30 seconds to 45 seconds. Yeah, or less. So this is, um, so Hassan, he streams on Twitch and he streams eight hours a day and he, he gets pissed off. Um, he flags other people for using clips of him to make him look bad. He gets them DMCA striked off Twitch and YouTube, but he plays other people's videos without crediting them when he's eating or taking a bathroom break during his eight hour stream, doesn't credit their videos. But, wait, wait. Uh, so he, he he's he's streaming himself eight hours, but a lot of it is not actually him. He's just running other clips. Yeah, while well, he eats food or goes take a shit or goes outside or whatever. And this guy has two million subs, so keep that in mind. Makes he's the, he is there is no one even close to him on Twitch as far as political streamers go. I mean, he is the king of that. So this uh, this is twenty five seconds here. This is um or no, sorry, what's this one? Yeah, I'll just play it. Forty seconds. Why are they clipping me then? Like, if my own fucking clip channels are clipping all of my videos to make money, why are you fucking clipping wrong information then? Then fuck you, dude. Don't make me DMCA your bitch asses. Motherfuckers are literally posting my YouTube videos uh, from my fucking Twitch, stealing this shit because I allow them to so they can make money off of it just to make me look fucking bad or shit on me? What the fuck is this? Send me all the videos. Okay, send me all the fucking videos of the Hasanabi uh, Clips Industrial Complex uh, uh, talking shit, and I will fucking destroy them. I will purge them. Now, here's, uh, there's a subreddit called Livestream Fails or something like that, and he got so butthurt that clips of him were showing up on the Livestream Fails subreddit that he got the subreddit to ban clips of him from that subreddit. Bunch of fucking pasty weirdo incel losers on a particular subreddit that is actually a very sizable and very large subreddit, very popular one called Livestream Fails. And as of today, we are no longer on that subreddit. Last <laughs> night, I decided to get banned off of this subreddit because... Because you can't take criticism. And then the... You guys uh, are banned on YouTube. Here's the uh, the final part of that trifecta here. Uh, this is a clip from another streamer covering a video of Hassan. This is what happens when you clip and critique Hassan Piker or Pecker. They made a video? 
afterwards they uh had like a bunch of fucking nazis in the kill stream get together and do an eight-hour reaction to my entire stream and he says i had nazis get together on a kill stream this this is what happened apparently just to be clear right this is a bunch of libs getting on together on efap in a capacity with which i was not involved in any way like a predominant a group of predominantly libs do an efap which I am just not fucking involved in. He is summed up as I arrange a stream of kill stream Nazis to go over his thing, <laughs> to go over his stream. Uh, Hassan, you owe me another apology and a correction live on your stream because this is this is a lie. Um, this is a lie that really fucking damages me. Fuck you. Um, you owe me an apology for this. Yeah, brother. With Ethan Klein, <laughs> with Ethan Klein, it's the oh, same thing with Hassan. <laughs> it's the same thing with Hassan and Ethan Klein. They like it's impossible to go down these rabbit holes of how douchey they are without um without uh completely Wait, do we have somebody on the phone? Hello, caller? <laughs> Sneaking <Hello>? in. <laughs> Holy shit, how long have you been here? Well, I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I think that caller was high. Amazing. That's pretty good. All right. So We have a phone system failure. Uh, I go to your phone calls after I play these clips. I appreciate everybody calling in today. I just started yeah, getting I'm, so pissed at these people. So yeah, I'm having a phone system issue in here. Uh, I, did so have, it's a, I had a, a quick information point for you real quick. Uh, Hassan, yeah. uh, Hassanabi, his Twitch channel ranked 13th in the Twitch leaks, uh, pulling in two, total Twitch. Yeah, 2.8 million in 26 months. Yeah. Yeah. He, he makes a lot of money for a socialist that says to eat the rich. Um, yeah, I have way more Hassan clips where that came from, but that's just an example of his lack of understanding of how copyright strikes work and how he can play other people's videos. But when anybody criticizes him, he's like, he gets completely bent out of shape. And like I, like I was saying, with Ethan Klein, with Hassan, it's impossible to cover this guy's douchebaggeries without getting into where you're watching a reaction video of somebody watching a reaction video responding to another reaction video. So, like, I was at this point where I went through, like, freaking reactionception where I was watching, <laughs> I was, I was watching, I was watching Sargon of Akkad respond to a video, a, a, I was watching Sargon of Akkad respond to a stream that, that, Hassan did where he was watching Sargon of Akkad talk about a Hassan stream. It was like four levels deep of responding, and it was like so fucking confusing. I couldn't even clip it because it's like it's hard to keep straight <laughs> what was going on. But there's so much like this whole fucking reply and and uh, back and forth like uh, YouTube hell? Twitch drama. These yeah, douchebags but... do not deserve that much effort, dude. Yeah, Hassan Pecker. What do you think the odds are of me uh, getting mentioned in here? Donkey Kong's uh, Pecker. Here's uh, here's another Hassan ISO, and then we'll move over to um, Bill I'm Nye. right, and you're wrong. Okay. Just keep your big mouth shut. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that last one was Hannity. <laughs> uh, all right, Bill Nye, the science guy. All right. Uh, Bill, so Bill, I, uh, Bill. I was going to say, I'm going to start with this. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just to just to get that stuck in everyone's head. <laughs> salt the earth with that one. 
Um, so yeah, Bill Nye, for those you don't know, is a uh, mechanical engineer who quit to become a comedian, uh, showed up famously wearing very, 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 very tight shorts on a TV show called, um, almost live out of Seattle. And since then, he's been a world-class douchebag. I was, I was about to say, uh, hold on one second. A comedian? Has he ever considered himself a comedian? I didn't know this. Let me rephrase. He quit his job as a mechanical engineer, not a scientist, as a mechanical engineer to be to pursue comedy. How about that? Ah, so, he's chasing um, it down. So yeah, he was on on this show called Almost Live out of Seattle, which was kind of like a Saturday Night Live, but very like PG rated, I guess maybe. Um, started doing some goofball kind of Mister Wizard st- style science stuff, and then kind of parlayed that. So to his credit, parlayed that into a like a PBS TV show in the early nineties. So, um, by the way, if anyone really wants to scar yourself, go look up uh, Bill Nye, like Speedwalker or something like that. You can see him in. Oh yeah, where he's in the short. speedo. I rem- yeah, they're not speedos. I I- they're they're running shorts, but he bought like one size down and was clearly not wearing skivvies underneath. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen yeah, Be- uh, Speedwalker versus the Needler. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. He, he tried to invent basically this is this is the level of comedy he was doing. He tried to invent like a superhero called the Speedwalker. So, um. Oh, anyway, so I'm gonna this 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 clip is uh. So he in recent years, so he did the kind of I th- I would say honestly he probably had a lot of goodwill going for him in the uh, mid to late '90s as just kind of like a a, a children's science presenter, engineering presenter. Um, but in recent years has gone full woke and it, it will shill for anybody um, under the guise of it being good for the environment or good for global warming or whatever it might be. I mean, it, as long as the check clears, he's good to jump up and yell at you. Um, and he does it in a very smug way. So I'm going to run this one, which is it's actually a commercial. So there's some visuals you're not getting there. But um, this is him 100 percent shilling for uh, for recycling. And this is from April of this year, so just last month, actually. Greetings, Bill Nye here. Today, I'm made of plastic, recycled plastic. <laughs> now, if I told you that climate change... It's because it's a commercial, so he's... You'll, yeah, anyways, but we're just getting the audio. ...brought on by a warming world is not a problem. You'd probably say, Bill, have you lost your head? If we can recover and recycle plastic, we can not only keep it from becoming trash, we can use that plastic again and again. It's an amazing material. What's more is that when we use recycled material, we also reduce our carbon footprint. What's not to love? So the good people at the Coca-Cola company are dedicating themselves to addressing our global plastic waste problem. They know they have a responsibility to help solve this issue, and their goal? Create a world without waste. They want to turn every single plastic bottle of whatever you wanted before into a new bottle of whatever you want now. For this, we need to close the loop. What? Once you finish your tasty drink, you throw it into a recycling bin, and the loop begins. This part of the loop is Murph's turf. Haulers bring all kinds of stuff to the Murph where things get sorted. Steel gets pulled away by straightforward magnetic attraction. Aluminum gets whisked aside by complicated magnetic interaction. And cardboard and paper get sorted and soaked. The loop keeps moving. What they don't show you here is, is he's trying to explain how cool this is. But in the video, uh, there's all these little cartoon people 
going through and actually sorting the recycling, which is how recycling actually happens. It's just it's minimum wage people digging through piles of trash. Along with plastic. Plastic gets sorted by an optical gizmo or by hand. It gets wrapped into bales, just like bales of hay, only completely different. Plastic is sorted and baled by size and composition. For our refreshing beverages, we go for bales of clear, good old polyethylene terephthalate, the number one plastic. These bales are then sent off to a PET reclaimer who breaks up the bales, sorts and washes the plastic, and grinds it into flakes like cereal. The flakes are melted into pellets. The food-grade pellets are then melted again and formed into tube-like preforms that look like large dowels. Coca-Cola bottlers buy the preforms and blow them into bottles. They look just like new bottles. Wait. They are new bottles, ready to be filled with fresh and refreshing Coca-Cola products. They are new bottles. We've closed the loop. By closing the loop, we can create a world without waste, but with refreshing taste. Ah, Let's go. Sponsored by Pfizer. (laughs) Nice one. (laughs) Now I am the science one. Oh, my God. Hey, there's a pubic hair on my coat. <laughs> I love I love how people just totally leave out the fact that all of that industrialization takes diesel fuel <laughs> and yeah. all kinds of petrohydrocarbons to get those massive factories to operate even close to efficiently, provided they're even operating at all. They just leave well, all that the, out. And the, this the weird vast magical majority of alchemy of turning it into something like overnight. Like it's such a massively involved process and it rarely actually happens. Yeah, the, the the vast majority of recycling takes place by hand in a foreign country, and then it just gets thrown into the trash anyway. So, how much carbon gets emitted for Bill Gates that's to racist. turn poop water or sewage water into drinkable water for Jimmy Fallon to drink? Probably a lot of carbon. It was all uh, all poop water. It's all poop water. Uh, snorting cocaine in the bathroom. <laughs> you disrespected science. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, are y'all uh, are y'all ready for the polls to open? Bill Nye and Hassan Parker. Yeah, I'm good. All right. All right. Give us a call. Give us a call at 865-465-6271. Phone lines are open and make sure to go over and vote on Booberry's poll. Nice one. Already got a call. Hello, caller. You're on the air. It's Absent Six-Pack Battle of Douchebags Part 4. You liking Bill Nye or Hassan Piker? Well, my uh, this is going to be a treat because y'all are getting two for one on this call. Oh. I'm voting for Bill Nye simply for calling Coca-Cola a tasty beverage, by God. <laughs> so he's definitely hey, my douchebag winner. My it is poop water. It's all, all poop water. Don't Coke talk is about- not that good. Ever since, they took, ever since they took the cocaine out of Coca-Cola, I haven't been drinking it. Yeah, it, it just completely ruined it for me, too. But somebody else has an opinion, so we're going to let him voice his opinion on why Bill Nye's the bigger fucking douchebag. Oh, yeah, my. Yeah, Bill Nye was a terrible comedian back on uh, uh, Almost Live back in the 90s. Yes, I watched that. Uh, actually, the show, Almost Live was not bad, but Bill Nye was terrible. There's a reason he wasn't on that show. It's just, yeah, so he's been a douchebag longer, and fuck Bill Nye, and fuck Joe Biden, and fuck all this shit. <laughs> And him too. Yes, fuck Bill Gates. But Bill Gates loves you. 
It would be it would be yeah, exciting to I, see I the like, two. Bill, Bill Gates has also been a bigger douchebag for longer. I've got I, I he was he, he was on Boardwatch uh, magazine. This is a, this is a magazine about, about yeah. Bill Gates loves me, but you know what, Bill Bill I still think of him as Bill Gates of Borg. You know, back in the Microsoft, you know, you know, like in the you know eighties and nineties. So that that's that's how I think of Bill Gates. And yeah, Bill Gates is a bigger douchebag. Uh, uh, Bill Nye's a bigger it, douchebag. It, this other uh, guy's a fucking this other guy's a fucking poser. <laughs> Hassan is Hassan Pecker is a stand-up Hassan guy. Pecker. <laughs> Dude, what am I supposed to? <laughs> they, he uh, when people called him out for playing videos Donkey for Kong's like an Pecker. hour while he took a break, uh, his Twitch streamers called him out. He this was his response. Dude, what am I supposed to do? Die? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I'm never gonna agree with you. You drive me crazy. Yeah, you will die. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, since I'm dry, I'm the one driving, I'm gonna hand you back to, uh, my, my partner in crime here. She, she's holding the phone to my ear as I'm trying to, trying to drive through, uh, through East Tennessee. And he's hey, trying to drive a Prius, which is absolutely atrocious. Prius, have you Prius heard, Clark? have you heard the horn on this thing? I swear Prius. to God. <laughs> Me. I have. I have more balls, and honk, I know honk. last time I checked, I was a girl. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. Honk, honk. Yeah, but the gas mileage, honk, honk. Oh, the gas mileage is obscene. Yeah, and considering I just seized the motor on my car, I can't bitch. It is getting me from point A to point B. That's all you need right there. Something that gets you from point A to point B. You know, and then you can go out and buy I'm a going to pick up. Here's the beautiful thing. I'm going to pick up my pickup truck from my not soon enough ex. So, you know. So the, that's the why they call it a pickup truck. <laughs> you go pick it up. There you go. That's right. But, you know, in our house, you know, the woman is the one who have the more manly vehicle. But that's okay. We can forgive phone boy. He is a left coaster. Hey, don't oh, put him down. I'm here with an ice cream truck with your shot. Don't put him down like that. It's not called a put down trunk truck. It's called a pickup truck. <laughs> if i did not give him every degree of shit about being a left coaster um yeah he would think i wasn't feeling well so he expects it from me you know considering you know i'm technically a right coaster yeah, something like that. Yeah. i always put my coaster on the left side of the table but then sometimes i forget and then i get rings from my ice water on the right side of the table because i forgot my put my coaster yeah, but the most important question is which side do you dress to Huh. Uh, yes. Which, which side do you? That was a complete brain lock. He's like, Bill don't Gates you know what that means? Yeah, yeah. Are you which talking side left does foot, your right dick foot hang first? on when you dress? You do the hokey no, pokey. No, which side does your dick sit on in the po in, in your pants? Which side do you dress to? Taylor thing. Inside. But Taylor will ask you when tailoring your, yourself, your pants. Dude. Which side do you dress to? God, I don't want to know Penis. about boobs. Penises. <laughs> we're we're I'm not uh, even wearing pants right now. We're thirty seconds oh, out crap. from the polls. <laughs> we gotta get the we gotta get the I'm poll music going. God for life! Oh my God. You have a penis. Flaccid, unerect genitals are like six inches long. Penis, penis. All right, everybody, one, get your votes in quick here. This is probably one of the closer ones we've had today. I don't know who created Pokemon Go.
But I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. All right. I hope everybody got their votes in the poll because we're ready for the final results. Final results. Nice work. Was that Elizabeth Warren? <laughs> Hillary. You never heard this clip? Hi, oh, Ellie. You never heard this clip, Dean? <laughs> no, man. That sounds like oh, Elizabeth my God. Warren. I don't know, I don't who, know created who created Pokemon, Pokemon Go. go. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying, trying to figure, figure out how we, how we get, get them, them to have, have Pokemon, Pokemon go, go to the, the polls. polls. <laughs> Everyone goes crazy. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're so fucked. <laughs> uh, the joke of is they don't, they don't have to go to the polls. I mean, they just they just mail them in. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, theoretically, the poll would just appear in front of you, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so much. Pokemon somebody, Go. I mean, oh yeah, in in, in like VR or AR, augmented reality. Yeah, you could hold augmented your reality voting and then is... sign the poll. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know which but which I one think of that's Hillary's how voting actually works. <laughs> Magic. I'd, I'd like to which which one of Hillary's like twenty three year old blue haired assistants had to explain what Pokemon was to her. Uh, it's, you, just, you, it's, it's just such a great clip because you can hear how absolutely uh, just commercially driven of a pitch that was like, like I don't appeal. know, I don't know who created Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Pause. You know, wait for the huh, hook of all the twelve-year-olds out there. <laughs> don't vote. <laughs> Can't take the, vote. Take their breath away. Well, they <laughs> yeah. can vote by mail. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That's true. Well, um. I want well, to give up. I, I mean, it's it's. We didn't even know. We don't even know who won yet. What's going on? We uh, we should give a hearty uh, congratulations to Bill Nye with sixty-seven percent of the vote. Thirty people came in, and oh. uh, he's the winner. Fuck. Oh man. Science rules. Nineties public television. All right, Bill and I took it. (laughs) All right, well, I'm disappointed that Hassan didn't win. Hassan Pecker. I will play him out with uh, one of these. um, Donkey Kong's Pecker. (laughs) Man, Cratchit's coming in strong with a bag of bills, man. It's pretty good. Good competition. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sack of bills. Oh shit! Wow. Uh, Dude, what am I supposed to do? Die? So <laughs> I there will there will be so many good Hassan clips in the post show as will I'm sure every other person's clips we don't get to, but the Hassan How about stuff. You die. He uh he, oh man, there's so like he had to uh chunk made him go on the Young Turks and apologize after he uh said America deserved 9/11 and talked about Dan Crenshaw getting his eye hole fucked by a Mujahideen. Good lord. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> let me let me just uh okay. Dan Crenshaw would be a good candidate for 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 douchebag, but he's got friends who might, you know, show up. I let, let me just give you a couple uh just quick hot takes from him and then I'll give you his trans stance as we play him out. This is uh like seven seconds. Die, Hitler! Like just let people steal shit, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? They're not hurting anybody. Like that's unironically my take. Just let people steal. Shoplifting is a victimless crime. Unless, unless they, of course, steal his three. What was his three hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini? Whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> or his clips, um, even. 
<laughs> yeah, or uh, steal his clips. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's his. Here's his Jesus. Kyle Rittenhouse take. Uh, he he spent hours saying that uh, the guys that Rittenhouse shot were heroes, and this is after the verdict. This is his Rittenhouse take real quick. Did you point your gun at Kyle Rittenhouse, and then he shot you, and he said, correct. That was a big moment for the jury, for sure, because that could be self-defense, and that indeed is what the jury decided. Uh, when you go through each... Yeah, one- the point is, you he should have shot him. Like, he should have shot and killed Kyle Rittenhouse. In which case, he would have gotten self-defense because America is the most insane country on the planet. Uh, and to, to finally uh, say goodbye to Hassan Pecker here, here is his, uh, <laughs> his trans... Um, he, he did a debate with some guy that he considered a transphobe. I can't remember who it was. Um, and he, he, lost the, he lost the debate and his... Uh, his his audience kind of got pissed off at him, and including trans people in his audience for like misrepresenting the trans community. And instead of instead of uh, <laughs> instead of fessing up to that, he got pissed off at the trans people in his audience and said, "What do you know? You're just trans people." <laughs> uh, but here's a here's a supercut. Here's a supercut from just the first twenty minutes of one of his streams, and then I'll play his uh, rant against the trans. People. A while ago, these guys that I don't know anything about, okay, and still don't know anything about. Made uh, a video, I think, about title is true. Haas and I be called as transphobes. Hear why? And then the answer is, you know, because we're transphobes. Transphobic. 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 Transphobia. Transphobic. 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 Transphobes. Transphobic. 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 How often this man yells the word transphobic? I just assumed he either had Tourette's or really wanted to sweet Anita. Transphobic. Transphobes. Transphobes. Transphobic. 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 And here's him responding to his audience after he loses the debate against who he called a transphobe. His son's relationship with the trans community is interesting. He once lost a trans-related debate and people in his community were rightfully upset with him because they felt like he made them look bad. My issue as a trans person is the fact that you, a guy that isn't super well-versed on trans shit, brought on a known transphobe knowing he might bring up transphobic shit. You aren't exactly a vosh of trans debates. Fair point. Let's see how humble his response is. You are just a trans person. Sorry, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I hope, I hope that the rest of your life is as horrible as it is every single day, okay? There you go. Suck my dick. Are you transgender? I despise you. I despise you more than anything else on the planet. You are fucking cancer, okay? You are cancer in this community, and you're cancer in every community. Suck my dick. For the past 15 months, you've been able to fucking hide in these ranks. You catboy fuck. Move your catboy ass out of here. You are never welcome. So when he loses a debate on trans issues as not a trans person, and the trans people in his audience say, in a measured way, hey, uh, you really kind of messed that up, man, and you made, didn't make our community look good, he calls them catboys and tells them to fuck off and suck his dick. Do I need to look What a trans ally that guy is. I mean, what? God. I have a, uh, I have a, uh, Mike Lindell catboy image, if you're interested. Yes. (laughs) I am transgender. (laughs) I just couldn't believe that. It's like, what a fucking trans ally. He does the same thing with black people. Like, if, um, 
he'll call it like black people in his community if they don't agree with him on absolutely everything he'll call them uncle toms which is a crazy thing to do when you're white and supposedly a black ally which <laughs> is kind of crazy all right <laughs> so I, I, being an old man here i had to look up cat boy and it says it's yeah. a person who wears cat ears i don't i don't get it yeah it's like a fin boy but with cat a cat twist you know a fin boy um, is crazy no, no, don't look that one up. No, too. Son of a bitch. How do you spell that? Just fem, F-E-M? Safe search off. Well, I'm on Urban Dictionary, so I'll get all the raw shit here. Uh, uh, we we did get, I just realized we had some voicemails in. Oh, cool. <clears throat> Bill Gates for the win. Bill Gates. That was the old one. All right. Bill Gates already won. Bill yep. Gates. Called that one. Yeah. And this is a blank voicemail of nothing. Bill Nye, oh, the bow tie guy. Yeah, there we go. Oh. Bill Nye, the bow tie guy. Bill Nye, the bow tie guy. He's like the Tucker Carlson of science. Oh, wow. He disrespected science. <laughs> All right, now we're at uh, the final part of round one, right? It's um, David Hogg versus... Gene Simmons. And, uh, and I have James... all the science. And Dean, you're going to be up first with uh, David Hogg. Or I guess Chris with, with your clips. Okay, now I'm unmuted. Oh. All right, David Hogg, man, he's good. Do you guys know who David Hogg is? Everyone knows who's, who's uh, who David Hogg is. Yes, he's sir. a Harvard. He's a Harvard scholar. He was Cretchen the, and yeah. I, uh, and I talked about him on that uh, shootings episode with Mofax and Larry. Was he in a commercial or something one time? Oh I my think, god, dude! Yeah, he's a he's a total <laughs> pitch man. Dude, uh, by the way, Chris, that episode was badass. I, I was going through so many clips trying to find some really good douchebag examples, and um. I had to cut a whole bunch out because you did such a superb job, like nailing that guy to the fucking wall. Uh, <laughs> I love Mo, the... Mo's comment about him driving his bike back to the school like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> oh yeah, man, he's he's such a he's such a fucking douche. Uh, but I mean, at the, so at the tail end of my clips, I have kind of a I I pose a little bit of a theory. It's not in the clips, but the clips might kind of show what I think the whole angle is, especially with the whole Harvard thing. But David Hogg, 17-year-old at the time, or maybe 25 years old, it's hard to say, uh, all over the news since the Bloodless Massacre at the uh, Parkland Parkland shooting, supposedly. Which definitely happened the boy. way everyone said. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. just... It's just He's just a, a smug punk, man. Uh, handsome senior, head of the school's news and television station. Apparently no stranger to premeditated manipulation. His father is retired uh, FBI agent. His mother, Rebecca Baldrick, reportedly has high-level connections at CNN. And in his debut on the national stage, Hogg most, mostly executed highly polished performances on news programs, reciting the prepared scripts cleanly, including political talking points on gun control. Sheltered teens who had seen real gruesome murder would probably if they were honest about their fears plead with lawmakers to put armed parents at their classroom doors and give a few guns to the teachers and students as well rather than calling for disarmament but that common sense does not stop david hogg from a strong defense of gun control agenda after watching several of his interviews you think wow this is some real good talent now this could be a future anderson cooper which i think is the whole angle and then of course harvard comes into it so you can go ahead and start with um with clip one, if you want, Chris. 
Remember when David Hogg, the left-wing activist, said that he was going to found a company called Good Pillow? That is this uh, Dinesh D'Souza talking? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, am I racist for assuming a guy with an Indian accent is Dinesh D'Souza? Turns out, well, uh, no, I'm not, because I was right now. All right. Two thousand right. Dinesh D'Souzas. <laughs> Remember when David Hogg, the left-wing activist, said that he was going to found a company called Good Pillow that would put Mike Lindell's My Pillow out of business? Well, it looks like uh, Good Pillow has turned out to be not so good. Um, and I suppose we should have seen it coming. Um, now, David Hogg is a sort of, well, I guess he's a survivor of the Parkland uh, shooting. Now, I put that word in sort of quote marks because he's a survivor in the same sense that I am a survivor. Neither of us <laughs> was there. He wasn't at the school at the time, but he's really capitalized on this survivor business to sort of create a name for himself. And with great fanfare, he announced, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see to it. Mike Lindell is this right winger and he's got this company. My, I'm gonna make a better pillow. Uh, I'm going to make sure this guy's run out of business. And, and look at the mentality here. This is like cancel culture at its worst. Not only is Mike Lindell a bad guy, I don't agree with him, but because he makes a pillow, I've got to run him out of the pillow business. This is the this is how the left thinks. And of course, all kinds of media jumped on this. You know, here's um, this is from about a month ago, Washington Post. Uh, Parkland survivor David Hogg launches his own company, NBC News. Uh, David Hogg launching pillow company to quote put my pillow out of business. Uh, another news report, uh, David Hogg says he's going to take on Mike Lindell. Uh, here's a short uh, media clip uh, talking about how um, uh, David Hogg is going to, quote, engage in a pillow fight with Mike Lindell. Listen. Parkland school shooting survivor and March for Our Lives co-founder David Hogg says he's starting his own pillow company. He's calling it a pillow fight against Mike Lindell, the founder of MyPillow, who gained notoriety for his support of President Donald Trump. So it's um, it's kind of time to check in with David Hogg to see how it's uh, how it's going. Now, first of all, when he first uh, did this, um, you know, one of the uh, Parkland survivors, this was a real survivor. This was a this is a um, kid named Cameron Caskey. Um, he, um, said, um, wow, he goes, this is what that whole Parkland thing has turned out to be about a money-making racket. I'm quoting him now. I spent so much time promising people this wasn't going to turn into a cash grab. He goes, I'm now putting on my clown makeup with the shame that I deserve. To those of you who marched, <laughs> donated, lobbied, and, and called for change, I'm sorry, this is what it's turned into. It's embarrassing. So he's referring to David Hogg trying to sort of a rake it in. So one of the things I, I discovered during this clip searching process about David Hogg is that most of the members of the founding members of this ridiculous March for Our Lives Foundation, the supposed survivors of the Parkland shooting, is Cameron Caskey, the guy that Dinesh was just uh, quoting. Well, he's a drama major. Then there's Delaney Tarr, who is a student journalist. And then Emma Gonzalez, student activist, and if you've ever been looking into this kind of stuff, she's the bald-headed, shaved-headed, um, kind of sharp-skin-head-looking girl uh, who is also Hispanic and also uh, – uh, I'm just going to guess to say that maybe she's bi or lesbian. It's not hard. It's not hard. Of a, not far of a stretch. So she's a protected class. And, of course – and so she's a student activist. And then, of course, David Hogg is a student journalist activist. 
So drama club, student journalist, activist, and another student journalist. These are the most outspoken people, the founders of this March for Our Lives Foundation. It's just interesting that those are the ones, the survivors that were um, kind of pooled together and learning all this stuff in in class, like learning the dramatics and the production of a actual, you know, of a foundation, of a story, how to present a case to the media and grab attention to some degree or another. I mean, think about the, the drama majors that we knew in school. So that's just, I don't know, I just think it's all kind of kind of silly and kind of gross, but that was in the beginning. And then, of course, Cameron Kasky comes out after about a year or two later and says, you know, what he what Dinesh quotes that the whole thing turned into a giant cash grab fiasco and he's embarrassed and ashamed of his part in, in it at all. Like, it seems like David Hogg duped him as well, just kind of took the reins on this thing, uh, you know, as it appears to be just a, another 501c3 write off to push a bunch of money through and get notoriety. So potentially he could get himself pushed into the Ivy League schools that he applied to, but didn't get accepted to during the year, uh, the, the same year of the Parkland shooting, which we'll go on to in other clips. That's all. I gotta, I gotta jump in real quick. Josh P just posted on Mastodon, the No Agenda Social, a picture side by side of David Hogg and Adam Lanza, and they look remarkably similar. Isn't it interesting? I, th- I think there's some photoshoppery in that one because I've seen that. But yeah, it is weird. They both have that that deer in the headlights look, though. The same look. You're right. I, well, yeah. I mean, they're I no don't... longer on their SSRIs. Is what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. Or they're on too many of them. And they both have these strange, like do- like triangular heads, like these weird, sharp, pointy triangle heads, like a young Dennis Quaid. <laughs> yeah, but sharper and more pointy. Yeah, not the fun kind of pointy like Larry likes. But... <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. Those are, um, good ones. are we for this? Are we done with Hog for this round, or did you have anything more on Hoggy, Hoggeroo? Uh, I have three more clips of Hog, but we'll save those perhaps. All right. Do, do, uh, do we want to hear what Alex has to say about David Hog? Hog story. Uh, yeah, I always want to hear what Two Alex G's. has to say. <laughs> I love how they always double speak. You know, Hog, he knows his demographics. He'll go on face to nation and go, nobody wants your guns. Nobody. Nobody's trying to take anything. Go to sleepy. And then he goes in front of the march. We're going to get them. They're shaking in their boots. We're going to take everything. I'm wearing an armband. <laughs> Oh, bless that man. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next after David Hogg. Wait, no, that. Wait. Yeah. Coming up next after David Hogg, it's Gene Simmons. Challengers approach. Oh, man. Yep. Gene Simmons, bass player for the band Kiss, one of the original founding members, along with Paul Stanley. Uh, so slimy. Oh, dude, you want to talk about a scum punk? Uh, there's no shortage of clips from, God, Gene Simmons' family jewels, the autobiographies, every word of his mouth just oozes. How fucking self, self-obsessed this man is. Uh, and that's what kind of makes it difficult in, in my perspective to find like the, the really good shit for Gene, just because it is so widely known how much of a scummy fucking sleaze bag this motherfucker is. Um, so I don't think there's any better place we could start off with, uh, other than talking about kiss merchandise. 
Um, I'm sure everyone here is aware of the Kiss machine when it comes to all the different types of products that they've hawked over the years. Uh, they're definitely out loud and proud about it. Uh, they are second only to George Lucas properties. Hmm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's that. Maybe G.I. Joe's somewhere in the middle there. Well, this clip comes from uh, the band was doing a tour with uh, they had the new two guys stepping in. So Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer were in the makeup of the Star Child or Starman and uh, or Space Ace and the Catman. But uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley see that the guy interviewing them is wearing the wrong band T-shirt. She's in Mexico. Estamos con Tommy Thayer, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Eric Singer, Kiss. Un mes antes de tocar en Argentina. Thank you very much for doing this. Yes. I have a question to ask you. What? What? Kiss is K I S S. This does not spell Kiss. Gustavo. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I picked this T-shirt specially to do the interview with you guys. I mean, it's not cool to wear a Kiss T-shirt doing a Kiss interview. It's very good. ¿Qué pasó? Kiss T-shirt in our. Oh. Okay, that's I not gonna, yeah. I don't want to wear an Iron Maiden t-shirt. He, he told how me about, it'd be no Iron problem. Iron Maiden interview and we wear Kiss t-shirts. Is that I okay? Mean, that'd be cool. No, you don't understand. But I love a t-shirt. If you have one, yeah. I'll wear it. Or you can put it on backwards. That's, the back. that's what, I, what I did. It. Yeah, you can put it on backwards. To, He's going to get a, to get a free We're gonna get Kiss your, t-shirt. That's how you get Gustavo's very small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. How do I get a Kiss t-shirt for free? What's the name of this show up with the wrong t-shirt. And then the name is Borderix. That's in the dressing room. Borderix. So yeah, with an X. Borderix. At the end. Borderix. Borderix. So we can wear Azteca T-shirts while you do that, right? Uh, no problem with that. No. You, you do whatever you want. <laughs> Un momento. Yeah, you don't understand. Come on, I do. I do. We'll get you. We'll get you a good T-shirt. Okay. You're 12. The, You're new. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm 12. Like come on. Do, do, do you guys want every journalist wearing Kiss t-shirts while yeah, doing Kiss well, interviews? I don't want them wearing other t-shirts. <laughs> it's illegal. Why would, why would you? Yeah, you know. Do you, do you we, that? We, we, we love Steve. We love Bruce. <laughs> we love Nico. Nico. We, we love them all. But, but you're at a Kiss concert. It's a Kiss interview. doesn't show respect. You're in our house. I, I don't want to be respectful. I don't want to be disrespectful. Disrespect. In our house. I'm sorry about that. That's no, okay. okay. And we have a T-shirt also says I don't understand. You can wear that. <laughs> I don't understand why. If you went to a Raiders game, you, you wouldn't wear the other teams. You wear the Raiders. Actually, okay. 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 no kiss T-shirt. Let's go. Okay. Go. So we can do me a favor. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to pause it right here because um, I I guess I made the mistake of not identifying which one Gene Simmons is. Uh, but for those of you who are unfamiliar with his voice, he's the one that's saying that, uh, you know, we have a shirt that says, I don't understand that you can put on. And uh, he was the one asking to get a T-shirt that they could uh, trade out this guy with because uh, he was wearing an Iron Maiden T-shirt. But um, <laughs> this is Gene's ultimate reaction uh, or I should say response when they couldn't come back with a free key, uh, kiss T-shirt. Put your arms through the t-shirt. Just put the t-shirt on backwards. You don't have to take it off. I'll do that. We'll help you. We took that band out on their first tour. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and ACDC and everybody else. But you, you look so much better. better. Much better. Okay, let's yeah. go. Oh. Let's go. Wow. Wow. Well dressed. Okay, go off So he makes the guy take his shirt off, put it inside out, and put it back on. <laughs> At first, he was trying to get him to just 
flipped the t-shirt around so you were looking at the back side of it. Uh, it was offensive to see the classic Iron Maiden logo uh, in a Kiss interview. <laughs> it was offensive to Gene Simmons to have to see a better band while he's talking, uh, while he's talking to somebody. Yeah, and just insulting man. him to his face. It's classic. Classic Gene Simmons. Uh, uh, he probably that charged the dude. Awesome, he, man. he probably charged the dude to interview him. <laughs> probably, and then lambast him for not dressing appropriately. Oh man, yeah, well, they know how to do it. Uh, I that's I all. Couldn't I couldn't name three. I just realized I can't name three Kiss songs. Oh, I don't want to get into it. Kiss is one of my favorite bands. <laughs> oh, oops. That's what makes this so fun because Gene is do you just like a. For the, do you like him for the music or the merch? Uh, you know, I like the, the music is, is fun to play if you're learning, learning guitar, starting out, because it is so just simple and simplistic and chords and, and just riffs and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if but you just Gene want is like, like the Lars, he's like the Lars Ulrich of Kiss, kind of, right? Like everybody hates him. It's fun to hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's slimier than that, though, Chris. He is. Well, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, there's a whole, I'm. If, if he doesn't end up making it to the end, I, I got I got the clips here, just all the fucking skeezy things. I mean, uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, uh, so I feel like we should just open the polls and we'll uh, open the go. polls. All right, and uh, they're live. Follow David Hollow David Hogg versus uh, Gene Simmons. Mm-hmm. David Hogg, Gene Simmons. Go to go to Mastodon. Follow Booberry. Vote on the polls, and you could even. Pokemon. I don't know who created. I don't know who created it. But. Pokemon Go. In the. But I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon Go to the polls. <laughs> Call eight six five four six five six two seven one. That is eight six five four six five six two seven one. The phone lines are open. Yeah, charging I... upwards of five figures for meet and greets and shit like that. Gene Simmons will do that. <laughs> God. Uh, kiss caskets. Uh, Dimebag Daryl was buried in a kiss casket. Uh, maybe Vinny too, if I remember correctly, of uh, Pantera. That's tragic. Yeah. Pantera was so much better. Oh my god. I'm sorry, Boo, but I have nothing but detest and dis- disrespect for Kiss. My whole life. I like my Pantera. Whole life, I've always I hated Pantera. Kiss. Oh hi. Oh hello, caller. Hello. Do you like my outfit today, caller? I love your outfit today. Nice. It's, it's gorgeous. It's stunning. I well, great. It. Now you can talk to him. <laughs> I go to your phone calls. I try to play these clips. Caller, uh, who you who uh-huh. voting on here? Who are you thinking? Who did you vote for? Ah, uh, so it's David Hogg. Uh, from Harvard or because he's a Harvard man now oh he's a Harvard man now yeah now that he's famous and his father's father and his father's 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 you'd think he'd be more of a Yale guy (laughs) no MIT he's a a Harvard guy because he's going to go into politics he's a spook in training he wants to be Anderson Cooper yeah yeah I wonder, I think he'll be like the director of the CIA. Ew. Oh, wow. I, 
I don't think he's got the clock for that. But I think you're. It's an honorable, ambitious outlook. But I don't think he's 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 far too unregulated. He can't even keep his lines straight. He's got to be coached. Yeah. Well, he's so young, though. He, you know, he's got to still learn, right? He's well, he's supposedly his, uh... young, but you know. Mm-hmm. No, in Harvard, he's gonna get he's gonna get brainwashed, and then they'll just MK alter him, and he'll end up being he'll be in, he'll be the shooter the next time. <laughs> oh, How great yeah. would that be if David Hogg shot up Parkland in like ten years? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Set your watch, man. Are you kidding me? Set your fucking watch. Stop school shootings. You want to go shoot up schools? Super sudden death. <laughs> I I think that um, I think I'd have to go with Gene Simmons. No. Oh. Yeah, he every, is. Every single, like, just everything coming out of his mouth, like Boobery said, just, like, is, I don't know. It's just so douchey. Cringy and douchey and creepy at times. You smart mouth punk. It's a, it's a faucet where the handle's been broken off. There's just no stop to it. And it will never stop yeah. until the line runs out. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's Gene Simmons's mouth is is the hole in the floor that the toilet sits on top of. <laughs> old enough little, to count, with old enough to mount? Question mark with a little uh, with a little fucking wax gasket. <laughs> the little wax gasket, yeah. You got to set it on there just right. Guilty. <laughs> that's almost giving it too much. That's that's a little bit too honorable because I don't know if you've ever set a toilet before, but you got to be careful with those wax gaskets, man. You can compromise mm. it. Mm. Mm-mm. Whereas Gene Simmons is uncompromisable. He's uncompromisable. No, is he still with Shannon Tweed? Uh, from what I could gather, yes. They it looks like they sold that property in California and moved out to Nevada together. Some like uh, oh, okay. ranch light styled property. <laughs> uh, we are yeah. thirty seconds out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they got it. They got a torture trailer like the toy box killer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Thanks for calling. Oh, my. I didn't fucking do this. I didn't fucking shit. You're a jackass. You're a mean spirited jackass. Dude, what am I supposed to do? Die? Just keep your big mouth shut. Final results. Mm. 32nd degree symbology shows up. 32 people. And my guy just couldn't do it. It's David Hogg. 75%. Oh. Yes. Oh, Oh, David Hogg. Oh, take it out like that. Oh. That wasn't even even the good clips, man. The good clips are still to come. Uh Oh. Did I pick the wrong clip? Is that not douchey enough? <laughs> Making not somebody flip their t-shirt around? Uh. That is pretty fucking bad. Jesus. That is pretty bad. But uh, we you know, we got to do, we got to give him the, uh, the crown here for round one. David Hogg progresses to round two. Yes. Douchebag. Round two. Right, well, round well fought, two. Dean. Well fought. Hey. <laughs> I'm a killer. Uh, well, we got a bunch of clips coming up. 
Let me uh, let me give you guys a a choice here. We could either do Gene Simmons' very first television interview. Uh, perhaps we talk about the box of photos that he has uh, documenting over forty eight hundred women that he's slept with. Um, I mean, he tried to forty eight hundred. Yeah, uh, that's it. God, I remember. I remember Amateur. thinking it was crazy when Alex Jones was like. I remember there's this clip of Alex Jones. He's like. I don't sleep with men. I probably slept with, let's not exaggerate, 400 women. And I remember thinking, 400 women? Jesus Christ. But 4,800, I guess if you're a rock star, it's, how do you, how do you even count? Once you're past a thousand, are you really counting? Is he got like a well, douchebags, He's taking yeah, the photos of legends. That's what sociopaths like he, like, do. <laughs> like yeah, he's in true. the, yeah. like he's in a fucking prison cell and he's cho- <laughs> like puts a, like a dash by every day. I've you know, got a fuck with hundreds of women. Yeah, that's one way to put it. No he's, doubt. He's probably just got a fuckbook that he's blackmailing all these women for, you know. <laughs> well, shit, let's do Okay, I'm going to I would I I'm going to ask permission to do two clips. One yeah. is it's better uh as a video experience. It's the Tom Snyder interview with Kiss back in the 70s. Uh, Ace and Peter are lit off of their their minds and it's one of the most uncomfortable interviews it seems that gene simmons was ever a part of he was so fucking pissed at how wasted these two guys were and uh it's hilarious but let me i'm gonna do the the 48 or excuse me 4700 photos i don't want to spread around any misinformation women make one or two and this is the uh this is the tom green show women make one or two eggs as far as i know that's what i've been told by women we make billions of sperm carl sagan like billions and pause billions it pause it pause it pause it pause it what is the one issue? or two eggs <laughs> how, one or two. how do women how do women have more than two kids if that's the case <laughs> i don't know i'm not a scientist <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me, i'm not a biologist <laughs> you just suspected science <laughs> okay ones sorry us, make- oh boy you can start it over. I just... And for the healthy ones among us, we make even billions more five mm. minutes to an hour after that. Right. And some women believe it's that every one of science. those sperm is only for her. You really believe that little girl over there, the one with the white, yes, you like the white her one I like her quite a well, lot. I don't... What's that? <laughs> I heard somebody just, like, one person start clapping. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, you give her that one semen there, son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were either clapping or fapping. <laughs> Uh, you like her quite a well, lot. I don't see a guy around. I you like find, all girls a lot. You you like you like. Uh, I understand you like forty seven hundred girls. Is uh, is that correct? You if you've slept with forty seven hundred women, is this? Well, I didn't sleep. <laughs> I, I didn't sleep with all of them. No, I just screwed them all. Yeah. <laughs> but you, I mean, you actually keep like a. How do you know it's forty seven hundred? First of all. It's interesting you say that because the first book that I wrote, uh, Kiss and Makeup, the publisher actually wanted to know. You know, they want to know the who, what, when, where, and how, and you you have to back up statistics. And I figured I may as well count the photos Uh because I'm a big fan, you see. Jillian Barber, she's in here. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy Griffin. Okay, we don't have to get into that. And well, everyone's into it. Here, but, you know, so you have 4,700 Polaroids somewhere, and that's how you know how many. Because Glenn, they're, they're Glenn has books. a similar technique. He has is, he is a, a photo a book with, like, 75 women in it or something, right? I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, kind of, that kind of, like, counting how many women you slept with kind of gives new meaning to Hassan Piker's catchphrase. Old enough to count, old enough to mount, question? 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, but this one, uh, I, I was really excited to come back. This is, I, I love this interview so much just because of how incredibly uncomfortable Gene and, and Paul are, both of them. They're, and, you know, for such prissy fucking, I'm the limelight. Uh, it's, it's funny to get their, uh, their upcomings. And this is Ace just slaying it at the end. What goes through your minds? Do you have time to think about audience reaction while you're performing? I feel like I'm in a movie. I always yeah. get the feeling that, that, you know, w- without comparing ourselves to anybody else, it's almost like the mid-60s, <laughs> like we're in a Beatles kind of movie. And we're not even playing ourselves because, I mean, when you realize that a lot of the people at the show have been waiting three or four months to come see us, and this is like the big night for them. And when you, when you see all these people screaming... And crying and all that. And all that and crying. Why did I spend all that money? <laughs> <laughs> I spent all this money. <laughs> and this is it. This is it. He goes up in the air. He's watching us. We're out of here. True confession time. Huh? True, True confession time. <laughs> Exclusive on the Tom Snyder program. <laughs> true confessions time <laughs> wow i love it there's a great well, thanks one. for reminding me why i don't like kiss no actually i'm a plumber no not a problem <laughs> well i'm out i'm totally knocked out i did not do well this uh this game you, yeah the uh yeah you and i got both of our guys eliminated round one, so uh, in the finals, it's going to be Cretchen and Dean leading the way. Or the yeah. semifinals, I mean. Semifinals. Uh, not the finals, the semifinals. Round two, semifinals! Guilty. Ready? Go! Oh, So it's going to be Al Sharpton <laughs> versus Bill Gates, I think. Forgot to do the coin toss, my bad. It's uh, number two, Tails, and that is... Uh, I'm sorry. That's going to be Bill Gates. Bill Gates is up first. Ooh, Bill. All right, Bill oh, Gates. Really? I'm going to poop water. I'm going to bring up one of his uh, favorite topics here, and that's uh, killing billions of people. Um, <laughs> so this this is actually I had this flagged as a bonus clip, but I'm going to run it instead because I think it's better. This is from February of 2010. He was giving a TED talk, and the gist of this was he was trying to explain how to reduce carbon uh, carbon dioxide output. And, of course, he goes through this big explanation of you have to reduce it by, uh, or to basically, you, it's not enough to reduce it. You have to get it to almost zero in order to um, uh, offset what damage has already been done to the environment. Um, so this is his explanation of how to do that, and his preference is to kill billions of people. I asked the top scientists in this several times, do we really have to get down to near zero? Can't we just, you know, cut it in half or a quarter? And the answer is that until we get near to zero, the temperature will continue to rise. And so that's, that's a big challenge. It's very different than saying, you know, we're a 12 foot high truck trying to get under a 10 foot bridge and we can just sort of squeeze under. This is something that has to get to zero. Now, we put out a lot of carbon dioxide every year, uh, over 26 billion tons. Uh, For each American, it's about 20 tons. Uh, For people in poor countries, it's less than one ton. It's an average of about five tons for everyone on the planet. And somehow we have to make changes 
that will bring that down to zero. It's been constantly going up. It's only various economic changes that have even flattened it at all. So we have to go from rapidly rising to falling and falling all the way to zero. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's <laughs> using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. People. Now that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take laughing. a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. Now, there's a, there's a moment in there where the video kind of helps because he... He says, probably one of these is going to get down to, down to zero. <laughs> I have to get down to zero. And he chuckles, and the audience laughs, because what, you don't see here, what doesn't translate in the audio is in the video, he like he hits the slide, and it switches over to people. So it shows yeah. people on the screen right when he says that, and the audience goes like, oh, 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 oh. And there's a, um, we did a whole two-part episode early on, like two years into the show, within our first ten episodes of Abs and Six-Pack on Bill Gates. And there is a TED Talk by Sam Hyde of Million Dollar Extreme, the famous school shooter, Sam Hyde. It's called Paradigm Shift 2076. And if you watch it side by side with Bill Gates' TED Talks, it's almost the same thing. It's like, in 2076, you know what's gonna, not going to be a problem in the future? The elderly and the disabled. We're just going to kill them. <laughs> the audience is just like dead silent. And then he like spikes a fake football and goes, we're just going to kill them. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's Bill Gates' TED Talk, just like, you know, more upfront. I mean, that's, Cretchen, that clip there of Bill Gates is one of the most goddamn fucking disturbing things. Well, and so there's there's two ways to to understand his his, his general premise of, I mean, if if we step back and let's give, as this is weird to say, let's give Bill Gates the benefit of the doubt. And he was, was trying to explain how we reduce our carbon footprint by getting one of those things to zero. Now, of course, he said people, services, and the amount of energy each one, each service you have, so you're, you're, your electrical, your your water, your whatever, you know, uh, driving a car around. Well, those aren't going to zero, obviously. So the only thing in his equation that could possibly go to zero is people. Now, he throws out this kind of under-his-breath comment about, well, if we, we might be able to reduce that by 10 or 15%. And he's talking about going from $7 billion to, to $9 billion. So a little over 2 billion people. And if you reduce that by 15%, that's still like 300 million people you're talking about getting rid of. Um which is a, a strange way for him to phrase this, but like, and we're saving the planet because I single-handedly got rid of 300 million people. Like that's, I think the technical very, phrase kind of strange way to go would be the greater good. I think that's how that works. <laughs> well, the other option is, like I said, I was giving the, the benefit of the good. doubt, but the, better the other good. option is <laughs> let, let's, let's assume that his 15% was ref referring to the total population of 9 billion. And he said, we need to reduce that by 15%. That's like 1.3 billion. So he just throws out a billion people. Say, like, ah, we'll get rid of them. We don't need them. It's like, but I don't think his carbon footprint's going to get reduced at all because he has 18 private jets and 
you know, his big houses and all his vehicles and whatever else he's doing. So clearly he's referring to let's figure out how we reduce the population through, and he brought it up through vaccines and healthcare, whatever that means. Um, and he wants to focus on the poorest, uh, the start with the poorest people because they're the easiest ones to dupe. Now, Caleb, when he was on the show and we went covered this whole Bill Gates thing, his, he's always been the skeptic and his argument was, well, no, because if people are vaccinated and they are less sick and have less disease, they're less likely to have more kids. And I don't think that makes any sense as if people, you know, in third world countries, now that they got vaccinated and people aren't dying from polio or fucking whatever, all of a sudden they're going to be like, well, now we can have less kids. I think the reason they would have more kids is probably because they need more hands for farming or whatever they're doing. I just don't understand Bill Gates' arguments or the Bill Gates defenders, the Bill Gates sycophants argument of having more vaccines equals people in third world nations will choose to have less children. I actually have no a sense. clip about him talking about that. I can run that later. But uh, If you want, you can run it now. And uh, if, I mean, if you'd like, because um, is this, I'm is sure. this going to affect our, our, our douchebag contest though, if I'm running two clips? Well, um, I, it depends how many clips you have. I know Dean, if, if you want to, you can play one or two clips on the, uh, on the back end when you have Sharpton face him. I know you, um, Hell yeah, man! We'll do two do. for two. It's your, it's we'll your strategy, whatever strategy right, we'll you want to take. Because I think I think I have three remaining clips, and uh, we could do two on this round. And then um, if I make it to the finals, I still have one final goodie. Yeah, it's whatever you guys want right, to do. It's I'll, all I'll about run your, this one. It's, strategy it's, you choose. This one's uh, it's it's two minutes, but it's him specifically talking about the uh, the increase in population based on. Um, or the, 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 let me rephrase, the decrease in population growth based on improved health care. Uh, uh, it, it, uh, yes. In this year's annual letter, Melinda and I Sorry, this take is from the toughest questions we get asked and give our answers. One that's come up for a long time is as we make the world healthier, is the population going to get so big that feeding everybody and maintaining the environment is going to be impossible? Here we can see a chart that looks at the total world population over the last several hundred years. And at first glance, this is a bit scary. We go from less than a billion in 1800, and then three, four, five, six, and 7.4 billion where we are today is happening even faster. So Melinda and I wondered whether providing new medicines and keeping children alive, would that create more of a population problem? What we found out is that Uh as health improves, (laughs) families choose to have less children. And this effect is very, very dramatic. We find that in every country of the world, this is repeated. The population growth goes down as we improve health. So we've taken that chart that shows the global population growth, and we've actually extended it out all the way to 2100. And we can see that instead of continuing, it actually flattens out. Another way to see that is through this rate of population growth. And you can see that in the 60s, that reached a pretty high number, over 2% per year. And it's now come way, way down. Now, 11 billion people still a lot, but the good news is 
that the faster we improve health, the faster family size goes down, <laughs> and so we can feel great about make saving any sense lives. All. That's gaslighting. He's gaslighting. Oh, it feels so. He's talking good. about people in the. He's talking about people in, in the throughout the. <laughs> come on, man. Well, and, come and on, again, dude. all all his data is based on healthy. People were all healthy. All based on, so on like the worst babies. parts of the world too. So. <laughs> no way. He's a gaslighter, man. It's a narcissistic bastard. <laughs> supreme, supreme douchebag, though. I gotta hand it to you, Kretchen. That's a really good one. Ooh. He 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 just he just can't wait to to think about killing, killing <laughs> lots and lots of people. That's all he thinks about. Man, I made this graph and it went like the numbers went down. <laughs> that civilian's dead. Awesome. Oh, are wishing well. We're toss a penny in. <laughs> Boom! Two billion people gone. <laughs> Uh, fuck that guy. You think he has a tattoo of Thanos on himself somewhere? <laughs> I think Dude, Thanos, Thanos has a tattoo. Thanos is not a douchebag. <laughs> like, Thanos, Thanos might has... be a murderer, but he's not a douchebag. Yeah, he has a tattoo of himself on himself. Like fucking Steve-O? <laughs> there's this, Thanos has a tattoo of Bill Gates. Somewhere. Yeah, there we go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> got a tramp stamp of Bill Gates. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> that's disrespecting science. That's some fucking show art if I ever heard of it. You're a mean-spirited jackass. Oh, my. Guilty. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, up next, it's Al Sharpton, if we're done with Billy Boy. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, let's do it. Um, round. I guess, yeah, let's, let's move on with the, the second clip out of the four that I got you, so. Uh, R1P2. R1P2. But this is what I never understand, right? Which is, is that part of the definition of racism is assuming that, um, there's a certain characteristic that is amongst all people of, of a certain race or gender or sexuality or anything like that, right? And what I find so strange is that Al Sharpton is the singular figure who's allowed to speak. The singular figure who, who is automatically asked to speak is a little bit, you know, like that celebrity agent who's always able to get to people, whether they're stuck down a mine or whether they've gone missing in the bush for four weeks. Um, Al Sharpton don't care about the black community because if he did, he would care about black on black crime. But when a black person shoot another black person, Al Sharpton is nowhere to be found. Blue's Clues can't even find him. Dora the Explorer can't even find him when, when, when there is black on black crime. But let a white cop shoot a black and there go Al Sharpton. <laughs> you got a problem with that, nigga? Lord. <laughs> oh, whoops. I think there's, I, I think there's my more mistake. That, clip, that was man. my mistake. That was my mistake. my mistake. Dude, are you fucking this up? This, this is what I never understand, right? Which is, is another black person, Al Sharpton is nowhere to be found. Blue's Clues can't even find him. Dora the Explorer can't even find him when, when, when there is black on black crime. But let a white cop shoot a black, and there go Al Sharpton, ready to make some money. In my own mind, I was not an informant. Ready, ready to make $100,000 to a million dollars. I was not and am not a rat. There you go. Because I wasn't with the rats. I'm a cat. <laughs> I chase rats. 
That's the only time he cared. And yes, Al Sharpton hate white people and cops, but what crook don't hate a cop? Why do, I mean, surely there are more articulate people to the specificity of George Floyd's life than this bloke who would never have met George Floyd, clearly, until uh, after his death. That's right. Racism. The Reverend Al Sharpton is revealing how he worked with the FBI in the mid-1980s. A TV host and activist said yesterday that he did record conversations with alleged mobsters. The Smoking Gun website has documents calling Sharpton a confidential informant for the Bureau. In my own mind, I was not an informant. Sharpton said the only embarrassing thing about the new revelations are, quote, those old fat pictures, Charlie. There would be 100,000 pastors in the United States of America who would be able to speak far more legitimately and far more unifyingly than Al Sharpton, whose entire career has been based on race baiting and division. It's a disgrace that they're pulling out here. Reverend Sharpton, thank you for saving America. Thank you. Give a hand, Nancy Pelosi. What, is, what does he mean? Look at what that, that even... demonic rat. <laughs> what, what does that even mean when he says, in my mind, I was not an informant? You know what that means, man. It means he has convinced himself that he was doing the right thing. That in, in his mind, in his mind, he wasn't an informant. Meaning that he's the only person that believes that he wasn't a rat. Everyone else knows that he was a rat. Everyone else knows who knows anything about the case knows that he was the he he, he was busted because he was working with Don King. Because there was a whole other, there was a whole investigation behind the corruption and the boxing rings and the boxing racket way back in the eighties, and he was in there with Don King. He was best friends with Don King, and the FBI were trying to set up and trying to figure out all the money laundering that was going on, and the and they they got him on tape. The video was crazy. This is back with Fat Al, Fat Al with his jumpsuits and his huge medallions and his fucking. Hey, hey, like, hey it's Fat Al. He, he looked like um, Larry King from the, uh, what is it um. The Nebraska child ring thing, man. He looked like that guy, yeah. but he was busted on tape and all these fucking, these feds got him basically saying like, you know, we're going to move this money and, uh, you know, do was you that? have this, these people, these people who are going to move it for you? And he's like, yeah. And Al kept up in the ante and guaranteeing that they'd be able to wash the money out and all this kind of stuff. So do he you was, think the honorable, they, do you think the honorable Reverend him. Pastor Manning is correct that it was AIDS that made him lose that weight? I don't think so. No, man. He's a bazillionaire, dude. He gets on these weird bazillionaire diets and shit. I think, I think, honestly, I think what he did is he got a lap band. I think he had part of his stomach removed. I bet the guy can only yeah, eat. Yeah, I think, like I think he did say he had surgery. Day. And then, of course, they, you know, like with a lot of these folks in Hollywood, and you, you know, they, they, they do the surgery and then they have chefs and nutritionists and all these people to, to, um, yeah. to ensure that they're only eating what they're supposed to be. I mean, also, yeah, if like, he's just munching like on five ants or Adderall day. every day, just enough speed will do that for you. Totally. But yeah, he well, got probably, busted, man. He was a rat. And he knew he was a rat, but in his mind, in his mind, he wasn't a rat. He was one of the good guys. He was one of the good guys. He still is. Out of justice <laughs> to root out the, the corruption that he was a part of. But that's just part of the story. I mean, that's just that one case, but he's got... 
so many other things like that whole Tawana Brawley thing in 1987. And they found overwhelming evidence. The grand jury found overwhelming evidence in 1987 of the Tawana Brawley case that the entire rape allegation was a complete fabrication, a total hoax. And Al Sharpton went on a record to to name Stephen Pagones, 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 whatever, Cajones. Yeah, Cajones. He was the he was a New York he was the New York DA that fucking uh, Al Sharpton named by name as being part of the six cops that allegedly raped this woman, beat her up, and smeared feces all over her fucking body. And the whole thing ended up becoming clearly fabricated. Never happened, but he never let it down. And uh, that DA sued Al Sharpton for um, I think it was 150 million for defamation, but he actually was only awarded 65,000. But awarded sixty five thousand or sixty five bucks, that guy won the case because that honestly the truth was on his side. The whole thing was the fabrication, and uh, you know Al Sharpton doesn't give a fuck. He just he's jumped on it like, just like we saw <laughs> we've seen a hundred times with Al Sharpton. Any any sort of weird crime or even alleged crime or manufactured crime, he's right front and center until the money runs out. Then he disappears. You know, mm. is Al Sharpton still talking about George Floyd? No. You know, is he it's still talking until, about Juicy Smollett? Is he still talking? Yeah. Juicy Smollett. Is he talking about Tawani Brawley? I mean. Breonna Taylor. Yeah, he's. it's all over. He just moves on to the next thing because he's I a fucking predator. PT. He's mm. a total predator. Anyway, you want to roll a second clip? Yeah. All that'll right. leave you, uh, I think that'll leave you one for the the finals if he makes it to the finals. I'm going to take my chances. Let's roll that that. uh Round two, part one clip. This way, I don't know that they're viewed as house Negroes in the term. I believe that they are in the house and the rest of us are in the field. And so it would not be an inaccurate description, though I would not be, you know, I'm not one to make controversial statements. Democrats rushing to Al Sharpton's defense this week after President Trump blasted him as a, quote, con man. But should they be cozying up to him? Op-eds in The Washington Post and The New York Times criticizing the candidates for ignoring Sharpton's controversial past. Joining us with her reaction is Fox News contributor Dr. Alveda King, niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Welcome to the show, Alveda. Well, good morning, Fox and friends. How is everybody? <laughs> Great. Thanks so much for being here. You know, I, I saw this this praising of Al Sharpton, um, and I wanted to get your reaction. What do you make of it? Well, you know, Reverend Sharpton is not a peacemaker. He's a pot stirrer. When we talk about it, we're pulling the race card. Race, 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 race. Can we play devil's advocate for a second? Maybe. This is out of context in the Honorable Rel Sh uh, uh, Reverend Al Sharpton was talking about like a, a race, like a horse race. <laughs> like NASCAR. <laughs> he's a big NASCAR, car, yeah. He's a big, race war! He's a big Star car racing. guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> number one on the tracks, number three in our hearts. Dale, yeah. Race, 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 race obsessed with race. He stirs it up. Sometimes he'll touch things that nobody else wants to talk about. He put it out there in such a bold, sometimes ugly way that you have to talk about it. You can't ignore it. 
I think cracker is a certain personification of a certain type of person down south, just like redneck. I mean, you know, some people misinterpret cracker meaning all whites is not true, but the confusion means you shouldn't use it. The only thing is, he doesn't remember what my uncle Martin Luther King Jr. was all about. Peace, love, coming to the table, talking, not slamming each other, not stabbing at people. So he, he does what he does well, I have to say that. Obsessed with race, 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 race on race. Alvita, the Democrats running for 2020 are praising him as a civil rights champion. But as you are aware, Al Sharpton's National Action Network has not always been on the side of fighting for everybody's civil rights. Sometimes when we say civil rights, it makes people think, oh, he's great. He's for civil rights and all of that. But is he for civility? Is he for calmness? Is he for coming to the table and making peace and justice? No, not most of the time. Race, 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 but don't bring up race. This way, I don't know that they're viewed as house Negroes in the term. I believe that they are in the house and the rest of us are in the field. Race, 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 <laughs> no, that's racist. I'm sorry about that, but believe it or not, those are all consecutive pieces of one long supercut of Al Sharpton saying race 345 <laughs> times in one year on his network channel. <laughs> NASCAR. I'm going to say racist stuff. <laughs> I, I uh I I want I I didn't pull it, but there was this clip uh going right along like that when uh when Hassan like you mentioned Boober got banned from Twitch oh, yeah. for saying cracker. He as soon as they let him back on, he went through a laundry list of like slurs against uh, white people immediately. Take nice. that, crackerhead! And numerous other kinds of words. Top notches. Uh, honky. So insane. Okay, I can't. It's too. That's the black and version. It's all blown out. But yeah. Vanilla Gorilla and Mayonnaise Monkey are both pretty good. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, was that both clips for both of y'all? Yep. Are we ready for the polls Uh-oh. to open, then? Uh-oh. Bill Gates. Al Sharpton, Bill <laughs> yes, Gates. Sir. Ooh, almost did one day. Five Go! minutes. It's live. Bill Gates. All right, the phone lines are also open. You can call in 865-465-6271. Give us a call. You like in Bill Gates or the Honorable Reverend Al Sharpton? Has, has Bill Gates ever been on Al Sharpton's show? Oh, oh I that would be so good. Yeah, that would be good. Or maybe Gates would... could have uh, Al Sharpton on one of his next little presentations he does. <laughs> I think Sharpton's one of the types of people that Bill Gates is trying to get rid of. Bill Gates. <laughs> hey, caller, you're on the air. Oh, it's having a six pack. Boy. 
Fellow Douchebags Part 4, you're all right, on well, the I'm air with Blueberry I'm going to have to go with Alex and... Jones, and I think it's uh, Bill Gates. Oh, at the... oh, okay. Yeah. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yeah, he's a massive douchebag. All, I mean, there's so many bars. more. If, if I could do a write-in, I would say it's coked out champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I like it. We'll maybe get him on All the next right, one. All right, word up. I love you. Abs in a six-pack. Oh, thank you, caller. Anything else? Yeah, word up. All right, word up to you. <laughs> word up to the Trump homies. Is, is your word really <laughs> mentally retarded? Caller, is your word up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Is this You're right. I am literally retarded. No, was Sean <laughs> Alex was talking about Sean Penn. Oh, well, I, so I got to comment on, like, Bill Nye and Almost Live. You know, I grew up in the Northwest, and Almost Live was, like, that show at the time, they made fun of all the white people. You had the high-fiving white guys, you know, Kent and Berrien. If you didn't live in the city, you were a flannel-wearing, like, trucker hat nincompoop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Bill Nye was like this smarty pants, but that that was in the nineties, dude. Before, like, a lot of things. Like back in the nineties, I was a teenager, and we would we would drive our cars around, you know, because that no was way. cool. <laughs> it's called cruising. No, straight you know, up cruising, dude. The, like the whole city blocks would be like a parking lot. I do, I do have and an you, anecdote. And you would just kind of like tap the gas pedal and rev your engine. And you'd be like, wrong. Uh, I do have a a, a, a brief. <laughs> Did you ever have anywhere in particular a... you were driving? Was there a particular destination you were driving to, or are you just driving around? No, dude. They call it cruising because you just fucking sat there. It was that called was cruising. cruising. Yeah, you just kind of drive cruising. up and down the same city you'd go, block. Everybody, yeah. you'd go you just downtown and you would cruise the block and you just drive around yeah, in yeah. a circle and it would take like two or three hours. Yeah, we did we that only in my ever, hometown too. We only ever did that when we were like trying to find somewhere to get high that wasn't at home because we weren't allowed to smoke no, weed you would, with the parents. You oh, you just get high, high in your car, car while dude. you're sitting in the fucking parking lot. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, Paula it was, it was like American Graffiti, but in the 90s, and then it, it just stopped after that because everybody was more interested in their phones or their video games than, like, driving around or going on a walk or something. It was like, oh, I could just do it right here on my phone. I'm cool, man. What do you want? Well, oh, you know, Caller, I got to say, go. video games did get a lot better since the early 90s. But I get it. Pokemon I mean, on just, the go. Pokemon on the go, man. Fun. I mean, I'll, I, go to I don't know who created play, play Pokemon Go. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you, caller. We love you. Thanks, uh, yeah. caller. All right, word up. Word up. Keep cruising for a bruising. Is it about time for the timer music? Uh, I'm still seeing one minute on the counter. We got a little bit of time. Uh, not a tremendous amount, though. I hate Bill Gates. I hate him. And also understand that you are further advocating to, I guess, ban different Let's words see. such as, and uh, to my knowledge, these are not banned. Porch. Hillbilly. Yeah, brother. Mayonnaise monkey. Vanilla gorilla. <laughs> How you doing, What's caller? Word? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Oh, pretty good. Who you who you voting for? You got uh, Sharpton or Gates? Oh, Gates is the biggest douchebag in the world. I mean, he wants <laughs> to kill everybody. 
seriously. Oh, yeah, Billy Sharpton boy. just like says a lot of crap. But well, Sharpton he, might want to kill everybody. He just doesn't have the guy. funds to make it happen. Sharpton just <laughs> wants to rob everybody. Sharpton just, he just wants, wants to money. rob everybody. Um, yeah, that's a racial stereotype, Dean. Gangster. I got two questions for you guys. Yeah. That's where you make the money. Off, um, Cratchit, what the fuck is? I gotta watch the Steve. Well, what am I watching for? I got a pair of skis in my basement. Well, why am I looking at my skis? It's an old gag from The Simpsons in like the the early '90s when Leonard Nimoy was on, and then he left, and so they had the pimply face kid come in to read his his closing statement, which was "Keep watching the skies," and he misread it as skis. Uh, okay, I I don't remember that episode, but that's awesome. Okay, Thank it's you the X Files. Uh, it's the X Files episode. Record. It's worth a watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Dean, I gotta say, dude, I only know so many Deans. I'm one of them, and <laughs> you're the bald. <laughs> nice. Dino Barino. Hell yeah. Dean is the bald. Thanks. Balls. Thanks, man. I am the bald. Balls. <laughs> you're the bald. All right. You can blow me up balls. or whatever. We don't blow you up here. We third just day, hang up on you. Third day sign balls. <laughs> balls. Thank you, caller. And uh, those those polls have closed. Polls have oh, closed. It's fine. All right, let's get these final results here. Thirty-five final people results with sixty-six percent of the vote. It's Bill hey. Gates. It's Bill Gates. Oh man, Billy That's a good boy! One oh, Billy boy! Bill <laughs> Gates. <laughs> oh well. Um, Bill Gates you know, loves you. Bag. Hillbilly, kick, <laughs> mayonnaise monkey, God damn it. vanilla gorilla, and numerous other kinds of words are honky, whitey, numerous other kinds in of person. words, redneck, in that are used in common vernacular. I think Vanilla Gorilla and Mayonnaise Monkey are the two best ones I've ever heard. Vanilla Gorilla. Vanilla Gorilla. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, so Bill Gates, man, he's he's officially in the finals. Yeah, he's going to the, the the yeah the finals. Uh, uh it it uh you know it, it uh 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 uh, 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 uh muscled uh. Do you uh do you want to be impregnated wanna... psychically by Bill Gates? <laughs> uh do you, do you want to uh play out Reverend Al with that last clip you got? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Dr. Yeah. King, knowing you like I do know you, I'm always curious as to why Al Sharpton is the paragon of virtue with black America, especially in the media? You know, when they say, Reverend Sharpton, let's call Reverend Sharpton, and then somebody says, well, maybe not. Okay, so <laughs> I need somebody to get Al Race Baton Sharpton on the phone right now and Her tell him racist. to call me. We're getting that a little bit more, Highways but I, like I say, he has a purpose, he does that well. Racial entitlement. Racial, 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 rac
Reverend Al Sharpton is not a peacemaker. You know, Dr. King, Al Sharpton has a long history some would describe as race baiting. Al race baiting Sharpton. There have been some anti-Semitic comments that he's made. Like some have argued that he has incited violence in the past or condoned violence really in the past. I think cracker is a certain personification of a certain type of person down south. Just like redneck. I mean, you know, some people misinterpret cracker meaning all whites is not true. But the confusion means you shouldn't use it. I mean, sometimes being flippant, you say things you shouldn't say because it gets in the way of your message and people don't really understand what you're saying. Okay, so I need somebody to Take get Al Race Baiting Sharpton on the phone right now and tell him to call me so I can personally tell him he needs to stop embarrassing and exploiting the black community. Al Sharpton don't care about black people. The only time he show up is when he know he can bank off of somebody else's pain. The only people that make a bunch of money off of dead people are people who own funeral homes and Al Sharpton. So what do you think the impact is of 2020 Democratic contenders coming out and without any reflection, it seems, on his record, just praising him? Well, you know, Reverend Sharpton is skilled at race baiting. So are the Democrats. He's a racist. She's a racist. This Go is away, racial baiting. profiling. Racial, 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 That is racial, 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 and what they, they won't tell you is racism is socially engineered, separate races. We're one blood, Act 1726, one race. President Trump says we all bleed the same. Here we are, red-blooded Americans who should be able to do something, whether we're Democrats, Republicans, or whatnot. But they stir up race baiting, socially engineered. Science says we're one human race. God says it, you know. That's right. No, that's racism. racism. I'm never going to agree with you. You drive me crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say racist stuff. <laughs> wow. Shut up, racist scumbag. Shut well, man, Al Sharpton. See you. Wouldn't want so to be So long, you. sailor. Yeah. He's a superstar. But, but not quite uh, the you know what? You know what? Bill Gates, we get, I mean, we are on the no agenda stream. We are on the no agenda stream just to give some respect to the greatest podcast in the universe. The best podcast in Hell the universe. Yeah. Might as well give this Al, Al Sharpton, give this one out on his way out. I mean, come on. He's getting lunch at Chipotle. The tortoise in the race. Kim Kardashian, Siganoi Weaver. Rush. R E S P I C T. They're all jitty. R E S P I C T. There's no real conflict. Resist. We must. Resist. We must. We must. And we will much about that. Be committed. I go to your phone calls after I play these clips. I appreciate everybody calling in today. I just start getting so pissed at these people. All right. Last round of the uh, semifinals here. Going right round two semifinals. David Hogg versus Bill Nye. Is that right? Bill Gates. Uh, oh, yeah, Bill Nye. 
One of uh, the bills. Some, some bill. I think that's Bag right. Bills. Wow! Incredible! He brought his own theme music with him. I would, if I was Bill Nye, I'd carry around a uh, beatbox, or I mean, a uh, yeah, something like it, you know, jukebox or whatever you call it. Just play that song. You may be too young. Have you ever seen the movie "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker"? You ever seen that? It's a good one. That's great with the aquarium shoes. <laughs> well, there's a guy who has his own theme music, and instead so of having good. instead of having it like on a boombox, he has the the band follow him around with his theme music. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna get you, sucker! Is one of the best movies ever made. Is that a Mel Brooks movie, man? I don't think so, but no, it's, it was a it's Keenan so Ivory Wayans. It was the Wayans. Oh movie. yeah, brilliant, dude! Underrated for sure. Brilliant movie. Oh, the genius is behind white white chicks. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be David Hogg up first, Dean. All right, David Hogg, man. Um, well, I think we already know everything we need to know about him. He's a CIA asset and MK Ultra trainer. A CIA Tra- He's a, a CIA Harvard asset. scholar. Harvard scholar. Uh, MK Ultra in the making. Uh, go ahead and roll. Um, what are we at now? Clip. The second clip out of the four that I sent you. I think so. We only played one last time, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll play this and see. We'll start here. So it's um it's kind of time to check in with David Hogg to see how it's uh, how it's going. Now, first of all, when he first uh, did this. Um, you know, one of the uh, Parkland survivors. This was a real survivor. This was a this is a um, kid named Cameron Caskey. Um, he um, said, um, "Wow." He goes, "This wow. is what that whole Parkland thing has turned out to be wow. about a money making racket." I'm quoting him now. I spent wow, so much time promising great. people this wasn't going to turn into a cash grab. He goes, I'm now putting on my clown makeup with the shame that I deserve. To those of you who marched, donated, lobbied, and, and called for change, I'm sorry this is what it's turned into. It's embarrassing. So he's referring to David Hogg trying to sort of uh, rake it in. But I don't think that this kid needs to worry about David Hogg is not going to rake in anything. You know why? Because he doesn't know how to make a pillow. Let's follow the track of his so-called company. First of all, you can see with all this publicity, he gets incredible marketing, A+. But of course, people are going to ask, well, where's the pillow? And David Hogg is like, well, I, I don't have a pillow, but I, I have an idea for a pillow. It's like, well, yeah, but you can't sleep on an idea. I kind of like Mike, pillow. Mike Lindell at least made a pillow. Where's your pillow? And David Hogg is like, well, I don't have a pillow, and I don't think he's ever going to. Um, he put out a um, request. This is a, all again several weeks ago. Offering 200 bucks to the public to find somebody to des- design his logo. So evidently the guy doesn't even have a logo. He doesn't know how to design a logo. He's offering 200. You can get an idea of the value of his company. I'll pay 200 bucks to design a logo for a company to take on my pillow. Now, um, Newsweek decided to go check the patent office to see, uh, if a good pillow, this new company, has been registered. And, and Newsweek said, we can't find it. We, there's no record of such a company even existing. Well, the funny thing is that shortly after the news broke about this good pillow company, another guy, this is a guy unrelated to David Hogg named Robert Holland of North Carolina. He decided, eh, everyone's talking about this good pillow uh, idea. You know what? I'll go get the patent. I'll go get the copyright. So this dude, probably a drugster, unrelated to Hogg, decided, I'll take over the name. And he owns it now. It's, it's his pillow. 
<laughs> so the bottom line of it is, and you see here how leftists are, they, they think it's so easy to start a company. Oh, you know what? I'll just tweet out about it. The company will mushroom into existence. No, it's hard to start a company. And Mike Lindell has done something amazing in building this massive, successful company. Uh, David Hogg wants to run him out of business, but it doesn't look like David Hogg is going to be even anytime soon getting in business at all. David Hogg has no adult pubes. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, uh, I must confess, my coat. that wasn't the <laughs> best clip to run into, man. That was poor strategy. I think the other two I have are are bangers, but we'll see. What you got? We can, uh, well, you got two left, so we can do one more now, or you want to save them both for the championship in case he makes it to the champion to the final? Ooh, well, let's let's just roll one more now. These are both labeled as round two, part two, so I don't know which one you want to roll. Oh, Christ. Uh, the first of, <laughs> yeah, I was really good at this. I've been practicing. Uh, let's roll with the first round two, part two. <laughs> they're, they're definitely different clips because there's a 10-second difference in them. So. All right. Hey, guys. As some of you hey may guys. have heard, David Hogue, who was one of the survivors of this job. Wait a minute. Hogue. <laughs> yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> H-O-A-G, Hogue. David Hoagie. That's his new name, David Hoagie. God. He's the submarine sandwich kid. Hey, guys. As hey some guys. of you may have heard, David Hogue, who was one of the survivors of the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting in Parkland, Florida, recently got accepted to Harvard University with a 1270 SAT score. The story has hit the news. 1270? Holy shit. Up in arms about it. For those of you who don't really know who David Hogue is and you're like, who is this anyway? Who is this? I'm sorry. Who is this clip from? Yes, oh, who is this? Uh, I don't even remember what it, what the name of it is. But David it's Hogue. Like a, it's like a uh, some sort of online YouTube tutor, um, college strategy type channel. I don't know. Weird woman, but I love the way I love is, her presentation. Is she going to suggest that if you need to get into Harvard, just go uh, potentially get involved in a school shooting? <laughs> As a matter of fact, she does. The whole video is like twelve <laughs> minutes long. Just, and, just like um, Harvard. I, just like yeah. like scan the police scanners at all times and just ride your bike around until you hear of a school shooting and then just show up and start kind of filming it but not have any real evidence that anything happened. Well, what what she really does in the clip is she shows that the whole reason why David Hogue uh, was accepted <laughs> into Harvard was not because he was particularly smart or gifted or had anything to offer. It was the fact that he jumped on a news story and put himself in the limelight and used his mom and dad's connections to remain in that limelight and draw attention to himself, start his little foundation, March for Our Lives. And that is what she says is the only reason that he was accepted to Harvard, not his GPA and certainly not anything that he has as far as intelligence or any real innovative capabilities. It's just the fact that he... uh he basically rode the limelight into stardom. And that's all it takes to get into Ivy League schools is to be popular. I'm not that smart. That's it. But play the clip. I don't want to. David Hogue. And a lot of people have been up in arms about it. 
For those of you who don't really know who David Hogue is and you're like, who is this anyway? What happened is he anyway. was present during the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting was in Parkland, he? Florida. Basically, he helped launch and he was probably the most visible leader that came out of that school to help form a student group that began to fight for more gun control in Florida and nationwide. Just to recap some of his accomplishments in the last year, he's traveled across the United States to get out the youth vote and call for more gun control, raising over a million dollars with a foundation <clears throat> that was created in the wake of this incident. He's amassed hundreds of thousands of followers on social media. He wrote a book with his sister. He's had numerous speaking engagements, including at Harvard. So that is kind of his story. But through this course, his own academic standing has been one of the stories that he shared on his Twitter feed. So all of this goes back to last spring when a couple of months after the shooting, he tweeted about how he was rejected from numerous schools, including Cal State Long Beach, UCLA, UC Santa Barbara, and UC San Diego. Then these articles go on to say, but he was accepted by Harvard without explaining that he did this in two different admission cycles. So the rejection letters came from his admissions during the normal admission cycle of his senior year because he was a senior when this incident happened. So he had already turned in all of those applications, all the UC applications at least, by December 1st of 2017. And then this incident happened February 14th of 2018. And then usually decision letters come out in March or sometimes April. So he was finding this stuff out in March, a month after the shooting happened, but his application had probably already been reviewed before anybody even knew who he was. So then he was admitted to UC Irvine, but decided to take a gap year. So when getting into Harvard, it's not like he got into Harvard with his application before any of this happened. He got in after all of this happened because what's happened is he's become essentially a leader in a political activism movement. And that's the wow factor that got him into Harvard, obviously. It wasn't necessarily his SAT score and it wasn't his GPA. That's it. Wow factor. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Wow. That's great. Oh, my. <laughs> Two wow, years. Information. Took a gap year. Yeah. David, so what's interesting also? What's what's it? What's interesting also <laughs> is that he applied to four or five California universities. Yeah, they were all like in California. Why, yeah, all California. And there's a lot of reason I think why is because he's he's from California. He lives in California. He was in California at the time I think of the Parkman shooting. I think. Or perhaps he was just in. I mean, he Did, may have didn't been he in show up like on local California news like six months earlier or something? And they said right. he was a senior in high school. Well, yeah, there's a kid that was his debate partner who was making a video while he was in class. This is before the supposed shooting even happened. And this kid in his class was like, and then there's this guy. He points his phone at David Hogue and he says, this guy is 25 years old. He's from California. He's not even supposed to be in our school, but he's my debate. He's my debate partner. Yeah, that's you know, a, I mean, such a weird clip, and I've never found a reasonable explanation for that. Well, because he was planted. I think he was – he's a California resident. He's MK training, and I think he was planted in Parkland for this supposed shooter thing. He does have those really? MK Ultra eyes. <laughs> oh, he does, man. Adam Lanza, man, like Josh yeah. P. said. 
and, and so and, and I only say that because I think that's what lends to the fact, the undisputable fact that he applied for all these exclusively California schools before the shooting. Because I think at the time he was a California resident. I think he probably still is. I mean, there's all kinds of videos of him being in California, talking about his home and all this other shit. Like he's like he's a local California guy. So how could he be in two places at once? I don't know. Unless he's a clone. I would take yeah. clone for 300. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's my David. David Hogue. David Hogue. Are you ready, wow. Gretchen? Well, <laughs> damn, yeah. Oh my, I can't wait to see you. I don't know. I... God damn it. <laughs> Dude, Bill Gates needs his own theme song that's like in that same vein. He should Are just take that one, one? And, and, and just crappily dub over it with a different, do that different voice. We could easily do that, yeah. Yeah, get cold acid that. to do it. Find a karaoke track. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, cold oh, acid. We need a Bill me. Gates. The, we need a Bill Gates, the vaccine guy. Parody or something. <laughs> Bill Gates, the vaccine guy. Bill, 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 Bill. 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 <laughs> Vaccines rule. <laughs> it's only going to hurt a lot. <laughs> only going to be super, super painful. painful. Oh, I'm sorry. Super. It's, super it's only going to be super painful. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that's really exaggerated. You see, it's just super painful. Oh my God! All right, so Bill Gates, it's Bill Gates now. Bill okay. Nye. Oh, Bill Nye. No, Bill Gates. The same already won. Yeah, what am I thinking? I'm I getting run confused. More There's too many bills. Um. All right. So this clip is from November of last year. So um. Uh. And this is Bill Nye shilling again because that's what he does now. Um. This time he's shilling on TikTok of all places. Uh, with President Biden to talk about the that that giant infrastructure bill that we need all this money to do all this stuff, and here comes Bill Nye to explain why this is important. And then at the end, um, he and um, uh, he and President Biden have some like they try to have like a little back and forth, but you can tell that Biden is just confused as to a who this guy is and what <laughs> he's doing there. Um, <laughs> And and then they, they, he tries to like bump elbows and also it's it's just very awkward and weird. So I'll just run this. Children. Please consider the following. If you're like me, you want the U.S. to be a bit better, and for that we have two bills, and I'm not either one. I mean, I'm by the way, this was super <laughs> compressed and o and over modulated to start with, yeah. uh, and this was on the official White House TikTok um, account. Is there before so you just, start playing that again? Can you dial it back just like, yeah, two dB way back? Yeah. Well, you don't have to go way way. Just uh, just a scotch. Just all right. Way um, back. I'll run it all the way back at the beginning. Just let me know, and I'll adjust on the fly. By right. the way, a terrible, Please, terrible consider. movie. The way way back. Don't watch it. Way way back. Okay. <laughs> cool. Terrible, terrible joke there. But all right. <laughs> Please joke consider the following. If you're like me, you want the U.S. to be a bit better. And for that, we have two bills, and I'm not either one of them. I mean, I'm a bill. I'm not an infrastructure bill. You've heard about that. The House of Representatives passed it recently. That's for our roads, our power lines, our water. By the way, he pronounced it infrastructure, which is not correct. <laughs> Pipes can we, can upgrade we, them and can we hear him say infrastructure again? Because I didn't catch yeah. it. 
Bill, you've heard about that. The House of Representatives passed it recently. Oops, sorry. We'll go back. And I'm not either one of them. I mean, I'm a bill. I'm not an infrastructure bill. You've heard about that. The House of Representatives passed it recently. That's for our roads, our power lines, our water pipes to upgrade them and improvement so that we can have a better infrastructure. Next would be for addressing climate change, for providing people the means to weatherize their houses and make them more resilient to climate change and establish a civilian climate core. This would be something for people of all ages to get good union jobs here in the United States. So good, good union jobs there. Good yes, union jobs. Oh yeah. We can working together build back better. You're using my mind ah. here. I really am a believer in this. You know, I'm old enough to remember when the U.S. was the leader in innovation. That's what we're driving at, Bill. Driving. Yes, we love driving. Yes, we do. And uh, electric cars are the future. They're clean. They're efficient. They're quiet. We're going to build oh 500,000 Are they punching the cars? Stations. What was that? And we want It's just that they're, they're tick-tocking it up here. Yeah, they're they're electrify our ground transportation so we don't have this carbon in the atmosphere. <laughs> I say all the time, Article 1. So if everyone drives electric cars, we won't have this carbon in the atmosphere. Where do they think the electricity comes from? Definitely not coal plants. Section 8, Clause 8, the progress of science and useful arts. It's in the Constitution. Come on, everybody. What's not to love? We're just trying to change the world here, Can we people. Pause for a We're second? going to change the world. Infrastructure. What's a useful art? Is there unuseful art? Yeah, it, I found that amusing. That yeah, <laughs> inconvenient calls out art. The Constitution. <laughs> well, I mean, you could. I mean, my my master's degrees is is in, is in Pan Asian gender studies, so maybe that's not a useful art. <laughs> oh snap! Shots fired! Everybody, take cover. <laughs> <laughs> I need that drop of me laughing. I'll send it to you. All right, back up a bit here the love we're just trying to change the world here people we're going to change the world infrastructure is cool isn't that what we do nowadays so at the very end there he says isn't that not what we do he tried to fist bump and then elbow bump with uh with resident biden and you could see he was just confused again is that this what was the, on the white house the lawn punch noise was yeah. hitting <laughs> well, fists this was on the White House lawn, so obviously Biden didn't have to get wheeled out very far for this. But he is standing there just looking so confused and lost. And there's you can see they shot this either early in the morning or late in the evening because there's the shadows are very long on the White House lawn. And you can see all the handlers over just off camera. And right as Biden tries to, like, do the elbow bump, like, you can see one of them start to run into frame. So it was very strange. But there you go. That's how you reach the kids. You put it on TikTok, and uh, Bill Nye talks about infrastructure. <laughs> oh, there's another Lord. Christian laugh. <laughs> yeah, you like that one? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. Uh, was that yeah, the it's, first it's hard or- to pull Cretched laps because there's always either background music or other clips going on or someone else talking. So it's it's Cretched. rare you get a clean Cretched, Cretched? lap. Cretched? Cretched? I didn't call you. You called me. <laughs> uh, was that the first or second Bill Nye clip? I'm right, that's, and you're that's, wrong. That's just the okay. first one. Okay. All right, we got one more. All right, so this one, let's see here. Um so th- these, th- I've got a couple of them. This clip, this is from April 2018. Uh, and this is on Wired, I guess Wired Magazine or whatever, but their website mainly. Wired's um, YouTube wired. channel. They do like a uh, thing, you 
with the kids. You, uh, hey, post a question on Twitter, and we'll have Bill Nye, the science guy, answer it. So they scientists take, do science. They do. Um, so they they take they ch- obviously cherry pick questions that can be responded to quickly, but even within that, here's Bill Nye, the science guy, blowing off answers and not even really answering the question, uh, and then he launches into some like unrelated topics to either try to sound smart or try to um try to backpedal a bit so this first question i cut off the the some of the stuff as far as like who the people on twitter were because that's don't care so he, he reads the question he gets and then he responds and again this is on a um a youtube video so there's lots of background noises and annoying shit going on so my boyfriend and I have been debating if water is wet. I went into the convo conversation thinking it is, but he is adamant water is not wet. Can you please explain the science behind the answer to this question? For me, wet is sort of defined by water, yeah? So if there's water present, it's generally going to be wet. Hell yeah. In my mind, <laughs> yeah. in my mind, I wasn't a rat. <laughs> So he me. defines the question, he or he answers the question by by this, like you learn this in like second grade. You can't create a definition by putting the word in the definition. So he gets this stupid question about is water wet, and he goes, "Well, yeah, water's wet because water's wet." Like, what? Anyway, he goes on for another minute and a half here afterwards. Science. It's science. He's making science is happening right now. For me, wet is sort of defined by water. Yeah. So if there's water present, generally going to be wet. With that said, we in fluid mechanics think of air wetting the surface of a baseball or a bird's wing or an airplane wing. We talk about wetting, and here's the definition of wetting from a fluid mechanical standpoint for your consideration, Myra it's, Brunetta. It's, it's, it's just, when it's the fluid everywhere. sticks to the surface. Air is a fluid. Anything that flows is a fluid. So if it sticks to the surface, then the surface is wetted. So try this. Get a flask. Spin it with water in it, spin it, and you'll see the water takes on some of the spin of the glass because it's stuck to the surface. Take a ping pong ball and give it a lot of spin, either with a racket, a paddle, or your fingers. The air sticking to the surface, wetting the surface, influences its flight. But now, wax the hood of a car and put water droplets on it. They beat up. They don't wet the surface. Whoa. So there you go. That's the, the entire definition of why is water wet is he talks about uh, surface <laughs> tension, which is not what what's going on there. He doesn't get into why things feel wet based on how well different mediums transmit temperature. And that's why water is a poor insulator versus, say, air, which is a better insulator. So it's just like one of those th- things is like, come on, man, if you don't know the answer, skip the question and pick a better one. But this just drove me nuts because he had a whole series of these responding to science questions and a lot of them were these these bullshit answers where he, he obviously didn't know or couldn't come up with a a very pithy and coherent explanation that could go out on twitter so he just kind of rambled for two minutes there but he's the science guy so it's science bow ties and bow tie guy i know you like to get wet dog there's B- bill gates talking about getting wet <laughs> yeah and i have all the science it's a thing. All poop water. I know you like to get wet, dog. Does that lead to open polls? Is it time? Open polls. Bill Nye versus David Hogg. Not set for a day. Sorry, let me fix that. Five minutes. It's live. Well, the phone lines are open also, so you can give that number a call. 
Oh, wow. What's the number? 865-465-6271. Okay. I like that Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, I wish I had an easy phone number to remember, like, just two 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 two. It's like, Mitch, how do I get a hold of you? Just press two for a while. When I answer, you'll know you have pressed two enough. <laughs> hey, caller, you're on the air. How you doing? Hello? 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 <laughs> what? They just dropped the phone? It's called science. <laughs> I think we lost. I did not hang up. I think we lost the connection from that caller. It sounded like they were in a, a low now service let's go zone. Ahead and take the phone calls. I go to your phone calls. And what is after going I play on these clubs? System? I appreciate everybody calling in today. I just start. Uh, I should we point, have a phone system failure. I should point out that there was a little bit of controversy on the No Agenda Social in regards to the Bill Gates versus Hassan Piker vote. Uh, some folks are calling for audits. No, and that was you, Bill Nye. I'm that sorry, Bill, Bill Nye. Nye versus. Yeah, but if you go back and look at how many or how big of a percentage Hassan had, it was 33%. So something is afoot. I think oh, no. Hassan got robbed. I'll be honest. I think Hassan was robbed. Caller, uh, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hi. Um, I want to say that I got to I got to go with Bill Nye. No, Bill, Bill, Bill. Caller, do you think Hassan <laughs> Piker got robbed? Hassan Pecker. Yeah, yeah. You? I thought so too. It should be. I don't know. Hassan. That guy was like weird too. Like. Yeah, I, I haven't know. heard of him either. <laughs> yeah, I never. <laughs> but, then, but then I was like, when I heard those clips, I thought, shit, this guy, this guy sucks. You know? Two point eight million subs on Twitch, bitch. I'm not calling you a bitch, caller. Whoa. I do. I do have a uh, a, a Bill Knight uh, anecdote. One of the guys that I, I worked with at one point, he had a call where he loaded in Bill Nye's touring science show or whatever. And uh, he said that he had stepped out. Uh, Bill had stepped out with an uh, entourage of two Bill Nye groupies on either side of him. <laughs> that he wow! Was, that he was Incredible! A, a total horn dog. Yeah. Old enough you know to what? mount? Old enough to mount? Question. Oh my god! <laughs> that speed walking thing with like the the two sizes too small short. That was like, like he, you know, he's trying to like, you know, slip it out. You know, he's gonna try to try to do something like that. And Carrot Top did it better, like even though it was more like it was obvious he was doing it on purpose. But you know, I mean, he did it. Like, like Bill Nye, he's just you know, speed walking with little shorts on. I don't know, such a douche. Yeah, I call him Shill Nye. Shill Nye, the science yeah. guy. <laughs> it's you guys ever science? science? Did you guys ever see uh, the Netflix thing he did? Ooh. And I can only imagine. It was so crazy. Yeah, it was what pretty bad. What gender are you? Yeah, he, he, uh, yeah. and they also, they removed the episode of the old Bill Nye where he talks about the X and Y chromosomes determining yep. the sex. Yep. 
You can the, still find the, it on YouTube because, like you said, the internet. John, John from uh, it wasn't on the Battle of Douchebags with, um, but John from John Breaks Bad News pointed out a segment in the new Netflix yeah. Bill Nye show where he's talking about he's like got these like claymation people. And he's like, there's gonna be too many people, and if there's too many people, if the whole world's gonna burn, we gotta get rid of the people. Yeah. <laughs> Some dude named Bill. <laughs> Am I right? Oh god. Uh, we are thirty Ugh. seconds out, ladies and gentlemen. Thirty seconds out oh. from the polls closing. It's Bill oh. Nye versus David Hogg. Oh. Scientists do science. You just respected science. I didn't do fucking shit. <laughs> are you the science one? Science is real. Are you right? <laughs> Everybody get your boats in. You got like 15 seconds. Pokemon Go. But I try to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon, Pokemon go, go to, to the, the polls. Nice work, final results. Wow. I'm I'm shook. Fifty-two percent of the vote, yeah. twenty-nine people. Whoa. That's it the was, closest one by far we've had. It has been the closest one Whoa. indeed. It is Bill Nye yeah. advancing on. Oh, oh David close. Hogg, yeah. Forty percent forty-eight percent of the vote, David Hogg. And uh thank you, oh, Sir Bemrose. It was final count fifteen to fourteen. Wow. 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 Super, super tough. That's awesome. That's Great so work, close. Cretchen. Good job. Oh, awesome. People really don't like, work, the, like <laughs> David Hogg. <laughs> so that means it's Bill versus Bill for the final match. Bill versus Bill. Okay. All right. Kill I'll Bill. Kill Bill. <laughs> Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. <laughs> Now I'm just seeing oh, uh, I'm seeing show art where it's the Mortal Kombat fighter screen. Oh, Billy boy. <laughs> Billy. Oh man, yeah, a Bill a Bill versus Bill show art. I, oh, I mean, yeah. the last show art was so good, but it had a huge spoiler as to who the winner was. Oh, true. But I do like the Bill versus Bill show art. That's pretty good. That's a good idea. I also would still suggest the Thanos with the Bill Gates tramp stamp tattoo. Oh yeah, there we go. Is there, I like is that. there a good is is there a good uh, picture someone could find of Thanos's ass? Come on, man! It's the internet. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm sure there's there's probably an entire. uh, (laughs) What kind of fucking question is that? (laughs) Probably entire website devoted to that. Forgot the most important rule: the internet rule 34. Yeah, you could probably even pay for it if you looked hard enough. (laughs) No, you don't want to pay for it. You can find anything like that for free. Oh Jesus! Uh, well, shit. Uh, is it thank god, thank god for the internet is it just cretchen now is this how this happens cretchen versus, this this is this is unprecedented uh well no i i won't say it's unprecedented the um it's un it was unprecedented last show when it was lavish versus lavish with the two champions facing off against each other and now it's cretchen versus cretchen with the two champions facing off against each other so I need I need all those isos. I'm gonna make a super oh, cut man. of me laughing. <laughs> it's like I said, it's it's hard to pull those clips of you laughing because it's almost <laughs> never clean without something else going on in the background. That wasn't me. Oh, that's awesome. Well, play me out with that last David Hogue David Hogg clip, if you will. David Hogue, <laughs> no, you're he's, saying it. He's forever yeah, David, David Hogue now. God, he's I hate forever him. David Hogue. Uh, yeah, here we go. You heard more gunshots. 
And that was when we realized this was not a drill. That's student David Hogg ducking for cover as the St. Valentine's Day massacre was taking place. David has become an icon of the Children's Crusade, appearing on many TV shows. But today, he is the target of a nasty conspiracy theory. Social media is erupting with tens of thousands of claims that David and other outspoken students are so-called crisis actors, hired to pose as victims. Really? Like he's not even supposed to be on a school. He's like 25 and he's from California, even though he's my debate partner. What the hell? One tweet attacking David was liked by none other than the president's son, Don Jr. Today, David he is liked turning the tweet. to Inside Edition to make things clear. Guys, I'm not an actor. I'm trying to be an activist. It's just what an, an actor would say. to a Florida state legislature <laughs> that actually rehearsed. told the Tampa Bay Times that David and other Yeah, actually, I kind of want to back that up and hear him say that again, because that's interesting. Yeah, dude, all of his stuff is rehearsed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we played that whole clip with uh, Larry and Moe and Curly here of the uh, the uh, him just, like, going, oh, sorry, let me start over. Sorry, let me try that again. And then the guy behind the camera going, you're fine, David, you're fine, we'll try it again. Like, why do you have if this is like a real reaction the day of the shooting? Why do you have to keep starting over your statement and getting the, the words just right? It's just so bizarre, but yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear him again say I'm, he's not an actor because, like you said, it sounds like he's acting. Make things clear, guys. I'm not an actor, I'm trying to be an activist. An aide to a <laughs> yeah. Florida state like legislature somebody wrote that line for him, told too. The Tampa yeah, Bay Times sure. that David and other student leaders are not David. students but actors that travel to various crises. The aide was fired. Really? Like he's not even supposed to be on a school. He's like 25 and he's from California, even though he's my debate partner. What the hell? There is speculation the Russians may be fueling the conspiracy theory. The yeah, Russians. I do, I, I do want to pause it once once again there, um, because in that in the full clip I saw, when he says he's not he's 25 and he's from California, he's not it's even... It's because the goddamn Russians... <laughs> yeah. He says he's not... He, uh, when he says, what the hell, after saying that, the camera's pointing at David Hogg, and David Hogg looks at the camera and goes, shocking, which makes it even weirder. Yeah, dude. And, I mean, the look on David Hogg's face and that and that little tiny super short video, he is like a cat in the canary, cat with the, you know, whatever that, you know... Yeah. The got, cat that caught the canary. Hand like in the cookie, hand yeah, in the cookie totally, jar took totally busted face like why oh my god like you're looking at me why are you doing that kind of thing it's just yeah. super sus man sus as the kids say. sus af as the kids uh -huh. would say. sus af <laughs> yeah. there is Sousaf? speculation the russians may be Sousaf. fueling the conspiracy theory to spread discord in america the intelligence community has been very clear that russia continues to try to exploit divisions in the u.s and try to turn us against one another it that people think that i'm an actor but, I mean, uh, I don't have time to care about that. I have to keep going. A Florida school shooting survivor opens up to CBS2 after he became the target of a conspiracy hey. theory. Hello? Some are calling the teen a phony on, and a color. fraud tonight. Uh, let's talk to Dan in Texas. Dan, thanks for holding her on the air. Last August in Redondo Beach. And now that story has gone viral, with skeptics claiming David doesn't even live in Florida. But CBS News has confirmed he is a Stoneman Douglas High School student. David's father is former FBI, but he claims, despite some speculation, uh, his dad has that. nothing to do with his views. I am not fed any lines. My father is a retired FBI agent. I'm not working with him or anybody else on this. I'm speaking from my heart. 
And David says he hid once he heard the first gunshot that day. Well, I was in my AP environmental science class when the first gunshot rang out. Immediately we looked around our classroom and told the teacher to close the door. She closed. On the day of the shooting, I got my camera and got on my bike and rode as fast as I could three miles from my house to the school to get as much video and get on as many interviews as I could because I knew that it, this could not be another mass shooting. I knew that this could not be another mass shooting. Yeah, that's weird. Um, now there are I should some... have played that clip first. I wish I would have labeled my, my clips correctly so I could have got that one in. I might have taken it for the win with that clip. There, there was a series of tweets that David Hogg made a couple of weeks ago, and I, I wonder if too. I can, yeah, where he's talking about like, do you ever? He, he doesn't use the term groom. Starting but he's a like, business is hard. <laughs> no, but there was there was a series of tweets, and I don't know if he deleted them, but about his dad. Oh yeah, here we go. On Monday, Hogg asked his 1.1 million followers, "Has anyone else had the experience of having a parent who did a lot of classified stuff? And while they can't tell you about it, you start connecting the dots and realize if if you're even 10 percent right, your parent did some insane stuff." And then, uh, let's see his follow up tweets. To this, I hope he didn't delete them. I think I found the link to the actual tweets. But he, it's like in. I don't know if he's faking it or if he's genuinely having a realization that his dad is a spook and he is therefore a spook by proxy. Yeah. Got awards that didn't even say what they are for, very clearly redacted, or literally a reward and can't even take it home because it's that secret. I didn't realize how not normal this was until I was older, and now I'm thinking about all the random things throughout my childhood, and though I don't know exactly what he was doing, I'm like, the grammar in this is not good. Uh, makes sense. He knows how to shoot guns, fly a plane, fly a helicopter, scuba dive, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, let's. He's. this is a long thread he made. Yeah. Um. It's funny how many conspiracy theories there are, because while it's true my dad was a fed who did a lot of stuff that can't talk about it, that's it. We really are just kids, and the fact you think we are so good or must be FBI or CIA or something is flattering. Trust me, if we were, it w I would be a lot more successful. I wouldn't be talking about this, and I certainly wouldn't have so many spelling errors, LOL. Guilty. See, that's another weird thing about that slime ball, man, that little punk-ass bitch, is that he he's 18 at least. You know, he was 18, 17, almost 18. Let's just say he's 18 given the benefit during the so-called supposed shooting that likely never even happened. And he goes on for another year or two emphasizing that we're just kids. We're kids. We're just kids. Kids are being killed. Kids are going to get killed. Kids, 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 kids. The dude's not a kid. Even if he's 17 years old, he's still not a kid. He's not a kid, you know, but he, but that's the whole push. That was the, the, the linguistics that was pushed as part of that, uh, the um, NLP programming that goes on so well in the media. And then, of course, they spin it up to the Russians, which, you know, anytime they put anything on the Russian disinformation forces, you know, it's a manufactured product. The last tweet in that David Hogg thread is. I only talk about this all because I literally know nothing about what he did, so it doesn't feel like a risk. And plus, he's been retired for over five years. So it hadn't really been his dad hadn't been retired that long. You know, yeah. it's like when you do you really retire from a Fed job like that? But uh, so, we did that, have a – go ahead. So so that was a recent tweet thread, right? Yes, yeah, from it's, last month. It's, it's 2022, retired for five years, would put him, oh, in the service at 2017 at the same time as the supposed Stoneman Douglas shooting. Isn't that interesting? Mm, then why did the news say his dad was retired? I mean I he, know, might have, he might have retired within weeks of that shooting. 
Oh, no, I think what they were saying was... his, dad, his dad was a retard, not he retired. <laughs> <laughs> like Sean Penn. Nailed it. Caller, uh, you're on the air. Uh, yes. Yes. Hi. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I thought I was on mute, so I was staying quiet in just in case. Anyway, uh, yeah, like Adam Curry has famously said, uh, actors tend to have bigger heads. That guy's head is kind of disproportionate <laughs> to his little body. I don't care how old he is. He does seem older. And, uh, yeah, just all that shit. Um, <clears throat> spook. Spook yeah, by yeah. proxy. Whatever. Yeah. Spook alert. I mean, that He's fucker a little glow is guilty. And, head, dude. He's a glowy for sure. Oh, yeah. We're, that's not, this isn't the last we're going to hear from this motherfucker. So I give the vote to the youth. Because there's always potential. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Battle of the Bills is pretty fucking funny, too. I'm out just to let the show keep rolling. I love the contest. Adios, <laughs> hey. mofos. Thank you, caller. <laughs> Thank you, caller. Thanks, caller. Are you familiar with Glowy? G-L-O-W-I-E, Glowy. They're all using I the term it. Glowy. Glowy. They're glowing in the dark. Yeah. For sure. Oh, show. Well, you know, you know what, boys? Just like that caller, I, I gotta go, man. I got family business to attend to, uh, but I'm, I'm gonna keep listening. I'm gonna put it on just the, the stereo so we can just listen along. But um, I awesome. do gotta go. Thanks for playing. Thanks for uh, letting me on, and and uh, I hope to come back and do another battle with you guys. Hell good, yeah, man. good you, work, Cretchid. Good work, man. Badass. <laughs> Everyone did a great job. Cretchid, you're the champ. Love it. Hell yeah. Thank you, Dean. Up is down. Podcast, everybody. Yeah, Up Is Down podcast. Check it out. I got a whole archive of shows, like 120-some-odd numbers. But they're all pretty good, man. It's not your mom's podcast for sure. Definitely not Abs and Six-Pack. <laughs> yeah, Abs and Six-Pack is your mom's podcast. <laughs> That's right. It's the mom's. It's the, it's the mom's. You took the words out of my mouth, man. That's perfect. <laughs> mom's other little white no, helper. Actually... Fucking racist. <laughs> oh, see you, Dean. Thanks again. Yeah, man. Have a good one, bud. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, you guys. I'm going to keep listening, man. Good luck. Good luck, Cretchit. I hope you can beat Cretchit's ass. <laughs> yeah, kick his ass. <laughs> I think no matter what happens, I'm going to lose this round here. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Round three. Final. Round three. Final. Oh. Uh, oh, shit. Well, nice work. I suppose you need to know who goes first, and it's uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates first, huh? All right. Um, oh, is it Bill? Bill's going first. Mm-hmm. Is- <laughs> you want you want Bill first? Or you want Bill second? Which, which yeah. Bill? Uh, Bill Gates. Well, he's neither Bill. It's it's a Bill. Uh... It's a Bill off. Yeah. I'm neither right. one um, of these. Bill on Bill hate crime. <laughs> I think we know which way this one's going to go, but. Um... Let me look here. I'm going to run this one because don't it's, let Bill it's, get buffaloed on this. This one is the, uh, the 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 creepy one that everyone's probably been waiting for. Um, so this is Bill Gates on the PBS NewsHour, and uh, Judy Woodruff famously asks him about Epstein. It was reported at that time uh, that you had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein who, when you met him 10 years ago, he was convicted of soliciting prostitution from minors. What did you know about him when you were meeting with him, as you've said yourself, uh, in the hopes of raising money? Uh, you know, I had 
dinners with him. Uh, I regret doing that. He had relationships with uh, people he said, you know, would give to Global Health, which is a uh, interest I have, <laughs> you know, not nearly enough philanthropy goes in that direction. <laughs> old enough uh, to count, you know, those old enough to mount. Were, were a mistake. They didn't result in uh, <laughs> what he purported, and I cut them off. You know, that goes back a long time ago now. Uh, there's, you know, so there's nothing new on that. It was reported that you continue to meet with him over several years, um, and that, in other words, a number of meetings. Um, what did you do when you found out about his background? Well, and, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners, uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this? Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, and, you know, the, you know, I'm I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy. Very proud of the work of the foundation. Uh, you know, I, that's that's what I get up every day and focus on. There you go. There's uh, Bill Gates responding to questions about why did he continue to meet with Epstein even after he was convicted, and then years and years and years onward, and then just said, "Well, he's dead now." <laughs> nope. I'm convinced. I think Bill is a stand-up guy. I think he's smuck fine. this PCP. He cleared. <laughs> He cleared it all up for us. <laughs> Is that funny? I know you like to get wet, dog. God damn. Cold acid sounds so much like Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's flabbergasting. But like you said, when he's trying to do a Bill Gates impression, the Bill Gates impression kind of doesn't sound as much like his real voice. Nope, just has to be him, just him. <laughs> He, he tries to pitch it up too high. He gets a little too high-pitched when he does the Bill Gates impression. Uh, so I only have one more Bill Nye clip, so I guess I can only run one Bill Gates clip there to at least keep it somewhat fair. Um, let's see. So Bill Nye. So this is from, by the way, that uh, that Bill Gates was from uh, PBS NewsHour, September 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was about two, two years after Epstein was uh, smuggled out of the country. Um, so Bill Nye, this is from April 2018. This is another one from that Wired, or another one of those Wired, um, uh, you know, ask Bill Nye anything. And this is one where he, he either doesn't understand what somebody means by evolution or just tries to buffalo this guy. Buffalo Bill. I have no pinky toenail. Is this evolution? You'll notice that in evolution, what's an interesting thing, a fascinating thing, a very important idea in evolution, Yokimo, you don't have to be any better than you have to be. This is to say there is no force, no natural force, no natural selecting pressure to have superpowers, to have x-ray vision, to be able to run faster than a speeding locomotive or leap tall buildings in a single bound. There's no motivation for that naturally. You only have to be good enough. So if you're able to live your life, put on shoes, run marathons, whatever you might do, dance, uh, swing dances, maybe the Balboa or the collegiate shag or East Coast swing, you can do all that without a toenail. There's no evolutionary pressure for you to get one. But it's a cool question. And you know what else, Yokimo? I bet you really have one. It's just the nail bed's really small. I bet. Carry on. Oh, God, why is he whispering like that? Yeah, he does oh. a creepy Joe Biden whisper there. Oh, my. Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? I did that. 
So what, what I found somewhat interesting about that response was this guy says, hey, I don't have a, a pinky toenail. Is this an example of evolution? And then Bill Nye goes on some sort of random thing about how evolution isn't about being better or something. Like, first of all, he's not talking about evolution. What The term he's actually referring to is natural selection. And natural selection is based on random mutations. So the entire point of natural selection is random mutations do make you better. That's why birds develop wings from lizards. They could learn how to jump higher and then eventually fly. You know, all these things of natural evolution leading at to the or natural um, uh, mutations, leading to natural selection based on random mutation leading to evolution is based on being better. So his answer to him should have been, if indeed he passes on this this trait of not having pinky toenails and his kids and their kids and their kids millions of years on are better at running, jumping, whatever, then yes, that's an example of evolution. That's how it happens. But instead, he goes on to this goofball thing about, you you still have a pink toenail, and you know I, I, you, it doesn't make you any better than anybody else. What the hell is that about? Just say you don't know or pick a different question, you jerk. Anyway. Yeah, that was weird. Everything about that was weird. It's, uh uh, and if anyone's really interested, there's a whole series of these like Bill Nye answers bullshit questions on Twitter. And it's just, they're just, yeah, very odd. My favorite was Bill Nye debunks the fake moon landing and he just goes on about how hard it would be to fake all the paperwork. Yeah, he had a lot of paperwork on that. You can't print all that paperwork out. People can't just print things. There was so much paperwork. Think about how much time it would take to print all that. That's literally what he says. It's like verbatim. <laughs> it just takes so much time to print all that stuff. That's his go to. Moon landing was real stands uh, so. bill 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 can we get the bill nye theme song one more time are you on the bill nye all right bill nye the science guy you know i'm something of a scientist myself it's nothing fucks you disrespected science scientists do science the CDC is like this whole governmental body with scientists and shit that just tell us what to do. You don't have to think about it, dude. <laughs> have to think. It's almost it. like medic medical information <laughs> to tell people that they should think about it. I just get up in the morning. I call the CDC and ask what I should have for breakfast. They tell me. Uh, <laughs> should the CDC <laughs> tell us to open up these motherfucking polls? Is it yes, time? Let's open the polls. Let's go to the polls. Oh my goodness! I don't know who created Pokemon Go. Call in. But I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. 865-465-6271. Once again, that number is 865-465-6271. We got a voicemail that just came in. Is it from Bill Nye? Is this live? <laughs> Hello? Is this live? Yes, this is live, caller. Eight six five four six five six. I've been noticing a lot of missed calls. Christian. People seem to be calling Christian. in when the, this when is the phone lines are closed. This is Mike. Cratchit? 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 Do we want to? Plums are peaches, and peaches are peaches, and peaches are peaches. Plums and peaches are both, are both types, types of peaches. peaches. Are you running two clips? Or are you guys both running. <laughs> no, that was me. two different clips. That was two different clips of Mike saying that plums are peaches and peaches are peaches and <laughs> plums and peaches are both types of peaches. Do we uh right, do we want to call bowl after bowl and see what uh what Dame Jennifer thinks? If she thinks Bill Nye or Bill Gates is a bigger douchebag. 
You just leave a voicemail and ask her. Yeah, you what is that? 816-607-3663. I should know. I sang the song. <laughs> Big ol' night, the shining sky. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> You've reached bowl after bowl. <laughs> it's not peer pressure. It's just your turn. Here, hit it. Hey, bowlers, we got a question for James Dennifer. Uh, what's the, um, wait, what's, we're down to Bill versus Bill. So it's Bill Nye versus Bill Gates. Jennifer and, and both bowlers, who do you think is the bigger douchebag, Bill or Bill? <laughs> the wannabe scientist or the, the wannabe, wannabe scientist? scientist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one who pretends to be a scientist on television or the one who pretends to be a scientist on television? Now I am the science one. You're a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Pfizer. All right. Perfect. Let's see what they say. Want to <laughs> smoke some reefer? <laughs> I think I've smoked pot three times. Uh, it's been a good oh. game. It's been, uh, but Dan, Sir Sir Seat Sitter, Cretchen and, and Dean have spanked oh, us. Boy. We got wiped out. I've never been wiped out that badly. Yeah. I mean, I knew I was going to have trouble going against Bill Gates, but, but oh, Bill man. Nyman. We need a recount on the Hassan versus Nye matchup. <laughs> I saw, I saw, uh, I think it was Spencer on No Agenda Social said we, there was some ballot dumps at 3 a.m. Oh, a little spike back into yeah. the left. <laughs> Something happened. That's all I'm saying. It was all the I'm people who actually heard of this guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, all the, all the people my age have heard of him. I'm 13 years old. <laughs> something something counts. Bill Gates will blow his brains out. I will blow my oh. brains out on air the next day. Oh, the Bill Gates challenge. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> he went on for like 15 minutes about how if Bill Gates would get a Magnum revolver and just put it in his mouth and blow his brains out and spray him against the wall behind him that Alex Alex said he would do the exact same thing on air the next day. I may have that, but I don't know if it might be this one. Let's see. It manipulates all the dopamine receptors where people think that's the real world and the real world, they're all, ooh, 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 like this. And I just, I just don't <laughs> want to be around this anymore. Maybe Bill Gates is right. Just kill everybody, but use neutron bombs at least and kill them quick, man. Don't mutate them and torture them and dumb them out. But Bill Gates likes that. Bill Gates, get a deal with the globalists and start neutron bombing the public. That was close. That might have been from the same broadcast. Yeah, I don't know. That, that somebody's just labeled as Bill Gates rant. There's several of them, so. You can keep running. Does he have any? Does Alex Jones have anything about Bill Nye? He does not, actually. At least not that I have. Okay. Damn. I see a lot of people in the chat are saying Bill should win. I don't know. I, I, I'm voting for Bill, but I same time i would i would say i think probably bill is the bigger douchebag so yeah oh man i got a clip here it says bill nye bad rainbow sounds what is this play it play it (laughs) now when white light goes into a prism it breaks up into all the colors of the rainbow what we call the full spectrum of colors so down here Oh, I hate how being made by the prism of science. See, here are all the colors of the rainbow. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and purple or violet. 
violet, you dick. <laughs> and it shoots rainbows out of its ass. Do you have a short countdown timer? The polls are in. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Black Cloud on Ogen to Social just tweeted out a gif of Phil Knight dancing on a TikTok. <laughs> it says ITM. Uh, yes, let's get the uh, let's get the timer music going. Well, the polls are closed, so we maybe we should just go ahead and oh. go straight into the uh, announcement. Five, four, three, two, one. Final results. The champion is. I just want to say it was a fair fight. It was a clean fight. Everybody really put out. It was a fantastic showdown between all of these marvelous douchebags. But with 73% of the, of the vote, 30 people voting tonight, Bill Gates is the bigger douchebag. Congratulations, Cretchen. Congratulations. Gilsey. Oh, Billy boy. Man. Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, brother. Bill Gates is well, that's thus concludes another thrilling edition of the Battle of the Douchebags. Uh, we're still honing this thing in. Next time, maybe somebody else will have two people face off against each other. That happened to Lavish last year. No doubt. Oh, man. Thanks to Dean for joining us. Congratulations, uh, Crenshaw. Uh, it, it, uh, I refuse it, to believe that uh, I'm better than myself. Uh, 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 <laughs> I want to recount on the last one. <laughs> uh, and of course, you can catch uh, OBDM every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, and Saturday noon Eastern. And that, on Saturday, it's on the Nojin stream, and the video you can catch on DLive and Twitch. Just go to OBDMPod.com. Bigfoot took my virginity.com. <laughs> Blueberries host behind the schemes lavish every Monday night, 10 30 p.m. Eastern or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing it Bad tomorrow. Radio's out live for the live show. We got a lot of. Oh, it is tomorrow. We got a lot of livestock. A lot of livestock to talk about tomorrow. Ooh, good. Very fun. Very cool. Very legal. And uh, Christine, Greiner, uh, up down. Uh, where, you, where all podcasts are sold. It's, where's that? I think it's DeanReiner.com. DeanReiner.com. Or just up and down podcast on the podcast app. But yeah. And thanks again to Larry of that Larry Show, Larry Blatter, for producing the show. Do you want to remind people if you're looking for um, other links to OBDM, you can always go to um, factcheckgov.com. Oh, yeah. Redirects right there. So if you need to get an official fact check, remember factcheckgov.com. Yeah, me neither. I was just being polite, but thanks for letting me off the hook. Danger, danger, alert, alert. I am a scumbag. I am filth. You're a jackass. You're a mean spirited jackass. And that's a fact, but... That's just a fact. Dude, what am I supposed to do, guys? And that's a scientific fact. I'm never going to agree with you. You drive me crazy. No brag, just fact. We got a bunch of clips coming up. 
How would the world respond to that? Uh, you know, that there's natural-caused epidemics and bioterrorism-caused epidemics that could even be way worse than what we experience today. And yet, the advances in medical science should give us tools that, you know, we, we could do dramatically better. Yeah, so I, I never met Donald Trump uh, before he was elected. Uh, there was a thing during the uh, election where he and I were at the same place, and I avoided him. Um, anyway, then he got elected, and so I went to see him in December. Um, he 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 knew my daughter Jennifer uh, because uh, Trump has this uh, horse show thing down in Florida. In fact, he went up and talked to Jen was being super nice uh, and then like 20 minutes later he flew in in a helicopter to the same place so clearly he had been driven away and but he wanted to make a grand entrance in a helicopter <laughs> anyway uh, so when I first talked to him it, it was actually kind of scary how well he knew how much he knew about my daughter's appearance uh, but uh, Melinda like that too well. Uh, anyway, so I saw him at Trump Tower. You know, I said, "Hey, science and innovation is a great thing. You should be a leader who drives innovation." And that conversation was about a broad set of things: in energy, in health, in education. You know, pick things you want to do that are big. HIV vaccine, you could you know accelerate that. Be associated with innovation. And uh, then the second time I saw him was uh, the March after that, uh, so March 2017 in the White House. In both of those two meetings, he asked me if vaccines weren't a bad thing because he was considering a commission to look into uh, ill effects of vaccines. And, and somebody, his name is Robert Kennedy Jr., was advising him that vaccines were causing bad things. And I said, no, that's a dead end. That would be a bad thing. Don't do that. Uh, both times he wanted to know if there was a difference between HIV and HPV. So I was able to uh, explain that those are rarely confused with each other. Uh, when I walked in, his first sentence kind of threw me off. He said, Trump hears that you don't like what Trump is doing. And I thought, wow, that you're Trump. Like, my YouTube channel makes zero dollars in revenue, okay? It makes zero dollars in revenue. Why aren't you uh, distributing your profit? What profit can I distribute? We also have someone here who did what is TYT.com. It's Bro Tip. Uh, rare appearance on the program. Haas, um, who also works in our sales department, 
Yeah, you, you're on. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. I'm Asan Piker, and this is Bro Tip. This week's Bro Tip is about bringing out the alpha male in you. Ow! A few things to consider when you're thinking about Lady Gaga as a top contender for Babe of the Week should be the fact that she might have a penis. The fact that Lady Gaga might have a small penis does absolutely terrify me. Here's why the five-second rule works. Because when you start thinking for longer than five seconds, you're immediately not thinking with your dick and also thinking with this pesky thing up here that we like to call our brains. So once you start thinking with your brain, you're immediately going to psych yourself out. Come back again next week when we discuss the legendary question of all time. Old enough to count, old enough to mount, question mark? Ow! I want to say thank you to Miley Cyrus for showing off her camel toe at the VMAs the other night. I always knew Hannah Montana was a little slut. Don't even try to hide it. Look, this is a classic example of what happens when your father doesn't pay attention to you. You turn out to be a slut who's craving for attention, and then I tend to pick you up at a bar late night and bang you out on the first date. User Dubstep Piggy says, just die and stop destroying this channel. Never. America deserved 9-11, dude. Fuck it. I'm saying it. We're there to partner with them. We're not there doing our own thing. We're there partnering and training in a video and, and, game. and, and enhancing their capability. I'm, I can't do this. I can't do this. This guy has the understanding of foreign policy uh, of like a 12-year-old. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with this dude? Didn't he go to war and like literally lose his eye because some Mujahideen, a brave fucking soldier, fucked his eye hole with their dick? Isn't that how he lost his fucking dumbass eye? Because he got his fucking eye hole fucked? By a brave soldier? But you understand now, and not just now, but you understood fairly soon after you said it, that saying Americans deserve 9-11 is a completely different statement and one that's wrong. No, I didn't say Americans deserve 9-11. I said America deserves 9-11. Right, but that's and still that wrong. Moment, well, maybe you can chalk it up to English being my second language or whatever you want to chalk it up to. Yeah, I'm a fire. You're a young Turk. They got your job because of your uncle. Congratulations. This is the point where I was like, listen, I'm gonna be honest. This is the point where I was like, I wouldn't be talking about uncles if I were you. I was so close to just being like, speaking of uncles, <laughs> I did say I, I turned around and I said, Well, I'd rather get a I think I said something along the lines of I'd rather be a beneficiary of, of nepotism than uh you know. Uh, work against my people and side with the racists, which is a more, I guess it's, it's like a more uh, polite way of, of saying, I just wouldn't use the word uncle so liberally in this conversation, but. <clears throat> the time that Trump was campaigning, 60%. Do you think that that is not a racist opinion that uh, an overwhelming uh, majority of, of Trump supporters seem to hold on to. I'm Don't not, you think I'm that's not, a shocking? I'm not, I'm not. I'm not familiar with those numbers, so okay. I could. I couldn't I, verify. I feel that. like there's a and lot of numbers you, you're unfamiliar with. Well, I think <laughs> you, you, you think the Republicans are not very it, it obviously agitating me, racially in an effort to win over the white vote. Listen, it sounds like you're getting your facts from the Daily Onion. So I don't the know. Daily I can't. Onion. Yeah. So unless you can prove. Oh, sick, dude. Fucking own, dude. I don't know where your stats are coming from, so they must be fake. Got him. Bro, this guy. Oh, what a fucking clown. What a fucking clown, dude. Hey, yeah, they don't have those numbers in the... <laughs> hey, hey, listen. I don't like to talk about this a lot, but it seems like they don't have those numbers in the south side of Chicago. 
So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it, you racist motherfucker. So you're saying that the south side of Chicago is ignorant as hell. I am an advocate. And I am of the mindset that civilized countries allow its citizens to fucking brawl with cops. The only countries outside of the United States where people can't fucking brawl with cops are dictatorships. I think it shows, I think it shows that it is a civilized country if citizens have the same level of rights and protection under whatever constitution they believe in where, uh, you know, they can fucking brawl with cops. I've gotten numb to the criticism. Like, it's not. It's, I, as a matter of fact, I seek it out now because I make content out of it. Yeah, this guy ran from a two-mad debate because he knew he was wrong. Two-mad pointed out some hypocrisy in Hassan's rhetoric, so Hassan invited him on stream to debate. But when two-mad showed up, Hassan ghosted him, saying that two-mad was being the pussy. Just come on the stream, jackass. Here, dude. Here, you want to fucking come on the stream? Go Okay, so Hassan says, get on the stream. And then what happens? He's watching surgery on a grape. He's watching fucking MasterChef. There's content here. Get on the stream. You've been begging to be on the stream. Pull up. It's weird that all of a sudden he's not, you, you don't want to come on the stream. And you say, tell me to come on the stream. Doesn't let me on. Doesn't let me on. Bruh. I'm in his Discord. I invited him to my Discord. I'm sitting here waiting for the shit to happen. My clout extends to you too, Matt. If you have a good point of view, don't try to fucking hide behind. Don't try to hide behind other people. You pathetic little coward. I'm sitting here like, where the fuck are you at? He tells me to come on the stream and then he watches Master Chef. Bro, he's outright lying about Too Mad. He then doubles down on the lie that Too Mad's the one who won't come on his stream to debate until finally admitting he won't debate Too Mad because he doesn't want to debate memes. You think if I stop right now to go fucking debate on memes that were popping three hours ago with Too Mad, you think these people are going to be happy? It's not memes. He calls it memes because it gives him an out. I'm not giving you an out. I came for your head. How do does this justify him lying for the past hour? I hope you win the lottery and die the next day. And your daughter has to see you getting lowered in your grave. Like, uh, uh, that was a little dark. My ex-girlfriend, like one of my first ever girlfriends, I lived with her for uh, one and a half, two years. Uh, she was physically abusive. I would just fucking crawl up in a ball. You know what I mean? I I'm going to be honest. Like, I it's... <laughs> but let's go to the Sean Hannity clip. This your, isn't your show again. The it's my show. Is. See what it says up there? Hannity. It doesn't say de Blasio. I asked the question. Wait, are you we're promising gonna get back me you're going to answer that question? We're going to get back to immigration. We're going to get back to taxes. I promise you. Uh-huh. Okay? I'll be watching. Prom be watching. You're sitting right here. You're watching yourself. I'll be watching. There's a monitor right there. You can watch yourself. When I'm running for president and you get your own show, you get to ask the questions. Well, on my show, I'll ask the questions. Don't you want to host the show and interview me one Listen day? to this. You want to be president? Yes. Okay, answer my question. I appreciate you being here, but that is a simple question and you are dodging I and ducking and you're, you you're flipping and flopping. The question here is how do we make people safe? It is to have... Question. Yes, it is. If I was the only question, I would have asked you that. Get. Everyone deserves to be safe. I didn't ask the you that. Answer. You're not answering. You're dodging. That answer my question. So, I know I'm coming to it. You're in the safest big city in America. I didn't ask you that. I'm I'm prefacing. I, you preface all the time. I ain't buying what you're selling. You're not buying. So the answer is no, but you're no, afraid to say it. My answer is my answer. Yeah, I want you boss. to answer the question. Do they know how to do their job? I, again, you get do your they own know show. How to do their job? When I run for president, you I just don't hear you answering. You're not answering my no, question. No, I am answering your question. I'm asking you, you don't seem to want to answer the question. This is what you don't answer. I've been listening for an answer. You're not giving me an answer. What do you want to do? Wait, wait, wait I'm asking you a question. You're not answering. Follow, do you follow, 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 follow no, the bouncing ball. It's a simple question. It's a simple answer. That's a simple question. It's a simple answer. Here's the problem with this whole discussion. You won't answer. Women, I'm not answering okay. your way. I'm answering my way. Do you support that? 
I support us as quickly as possible. Not answering again. If you, you haven't even let the sentence finish. You're not it's answering. A police department Should, that is supported. By the time you community. call the cops, even if it's a great response time, you might be dead. What are we going to use? Here's the picks and no, no. trees? No, we can't use trees. Sean, killing. What are the alternative I will materials? happily get you a list of building materials. You don't have the list. That's building. a silly statement. We're an no. NYPD hat and shirt every day. What did I say to you guys? I said, thank you for what you do. It's more investments. When do I get my key to the city? Can we put salt back on the tables in New York? I eat cauliflower pizza. I'm afraid to admit it. With extra cheese. I, I just, you know, that's, you know, people that get my age, you just don't burn it off like you used to. You have me at 4%, you know, in New York, my income goes to you. Um, and I don't even live here. I don't live in the city. By the way, just saying. You make a good income here. I applied to be a New York City police officer. I even passed the psychological and then the physical. I was going to do and the, the standards were lower back then. You're, you're such a jackass. <laughs> you really Pizza. are a threat to society. Pizza. I'm never going to agree with you. You drive me crazy. You know, you duck a lot. But Thank you for coming in. If Vladimir Putin wanted to negotiate, he would have done it a long time ago. He's not willing to. And if, and if he wants to use chemical, biological, and nuclear weapons, he's got to know that his entire country is going to be blown off the face of the earth. I pray to God we never get to that point. Uh, but that's always been a threat. And it remains a threat here. And we can't cower in fear based on the fact that we've had mutually assured destruction pretty much for all a lifetime. And then we got Sean Hannity up there saying, we, you know, we can't take nukes off the table. We can't cower in fear. And you got Biden saying, we may use nukes first. We may kill Putin. You assholes, excuse my French. Because that's not enough. Uh, you fucking assholes need to stop trying to destroy the planet and knock it the hell off while you're trying to impress other men around you that you waddle around talking about let's use nuclear weapons. How about let's use our brains? How about that? How about we use that sometime, huh? I refuse, Tony. What, what are you? I'm really just a member of KISS. You know? Who dreamed this up, this, this get up? We all did. How many members? In the there group? are four members. You know, your audience really looks appetizing. Oh, really? Are you a bat? Yes. <laughs> Actually, what I am is evil incarnate. And some of those cheeks and necks look really good. <laughs> <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> Why the costume? Why the costume? For <laughs> I can tell he's your type, Tony. I can just tell. <laughs> I really like her bad formation. I love Tony. Is your mother watching today? I hope so. <laughs> yes, It'd be funny if under this he was just a nice Jewish boy. <laughs> <laughs> you should only know. <laughs> Where are you? I do. You can't hide the hook. <laughs> <laughs> There's no denying that Gene Simmons knows how to market himself and his band as KISS have sold millions of dollars worth of merchandise over the years, with some items stranger than others. Now Simmons wants to trademark one version of a popular hand gesture that many of us have made at rock shows over the years. The KISS legend claims he introduced his version of what's been called the Sign of the Horns back in 1974, with the pinky and forefinger up and the thumb extended outward, unlike the more common one, popularized by Ronnie James Dio, where the thumb holds down the middle and ring fingers. 
On June 9th, Simmons filed an official application with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, even including an illustration of the gesture in his paperwork. What, tell me about your outfits. I mean, do you, did you design your own outfits, all of you? And, yeah. and w tell me what each outfit means, and I'll start with you, Ace. Well, that means a cucumber. I think this outfit is self-explanatory. <laughs> I there mean, you, you know, this is part of a, a, a kind of a V-shape. This is my utility belt, and we don't want to go any belower than my uh, waist area because that's reserved for concert players. Yeah. I, I understand good. that. But, and, then I, and after it's all over, they say, this, this is I what we came for. for. And that's <laughs> very cool. I always feel short. <laughs> I stole this from Flash Gordon, and, uh, you know, I have my cape. Yeah. But you're kind of like a spaceman, huh? No, actually, I'm a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> On the side. Well, well, listen, I got a little piece right, of pipe right. backstage I'd like to have you work on. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, you love it, but I like that. You. You old sweet talker, you. And I think Charlie had followed this guy in, one make sure it was no problem. And he brought the knife. As things got heated, uh, I just remember Nicole fell and hurt herself. And uh, this guy kind of got into a karate thing. And I said, well, you think you can kick my ass? And I remember I grabbed the knife. I do remember that portion, taking the knife from Charlie. And to be honest, after that, I don't remember. Except I'm standing there and there's all kind of stuff around. And... Um, um, what kind of stuff? Blood and stuff around. You know, we, you know, I hate to say this, but this is like, I'm right, sorry. Right. I know we got to back up again. Right. It's <laughs> okay. Know? I'm going to back this up. Is hard. This is this hard. Is hard. To, I know. I'm going to back up to try to make people think that I'm. A... <laughs> I know. I know. Um, you wrote in the book, I had never seen so much blood in my life. Mm. Yes. Covered. You're covered, the scene. Can you describe yeah, it? I, I, it's hard for me to describe it, I'm telling you. I don't think any two people could be um, murdered the way they were without everybody being covered in blood. And of course, I think we've all seen the grisly pictures after. So, yeah, I think everything was covered, would have been covered in blood. And what goes through your mind at a time like that? I don't know. It's like, uh, what happened? Mm -hmm. There were other bizarre incidents, including Simpson being arrested for road rage and screaming at a motorist. So I blew through a stop sign. What are you going to do? Kill me and my kids? He looks forward to fighting these charges, proving his innocence. As his lawyer spoke to the press, Simpson goofed around, making faces like he didn't have a care in the world. I said, I cut you off, what do you mean? It was like no traffic on the street. So O.J. So like, Simpson found himself back on back trial back. once no again. Yet another media circus watched hey, hey, by hey, millions I, of viewers this, on TV. The on verdict? I'm, I'm, the defendant is not guilty. Again, Simpson was free to go. So would he finally quiet down and stay out of the public eye? Not exactly. In 2001, the FBI raided Simpson's house investigating ecstasy smuggling. But again, no charges were filed. His luck finally ran out in 2007 when he was arrested in Las Vegas and charged with trying to take back his sports memorabilia. Christy Prody stood by him. I've known him for 12 years, sweetheart. 
He does not need to burglarize or rob or kidnap anybody. Once again, a media frenzy and a trial. Even his old nemesis, former prosecutor Marsha Clark, showed up to watch. This would be Simpson's last hurrah when he heard the word from a jury that he'd never heard before. Guilty. Abs in a six-pack! A-B-S-N-A, six, the number, P-A-C-K dot com. All episodes of Abs in a Six-Pack are now available at shitmyass.com. Tell your normie siblings. Tell your idiot parents. Tell your dumbass friends. Tell your moron neighbors. Tell your grandparents before they die. They can maybe spread it around to some of their senile old fuck friends. Tell your mom and dad about ShipMyAss.com. Tell your creepy uncle about ShipMyAss.com. Tell your Uber driver about ShipMyAss.com. Tell the guy that delivers your terrible pizza about ShipMyAss.com. Tell your deadbeat cousins about ShipMyAss.com. Tell every homeless guy you meet on the street. Call your congressman. Call your governor. Tell them about ShipMyAss.com. Call the Sandy Hook parents. Tell them about ShipMyAss.com. Get ShipMyAss.com yard signs. Put them all around your whole neighborhood, but rig them with explosives so that they blow up after 24 hours and no one knows they were there. Just start going through the phone book. Call random numbers. Tell them about ShipMyAss.com. Say, hey, there's new episodes up at ShipMyAss.com. Go to the mall. Look for the person that looks the most retarded. Tell them about ShipMyAss.com. Then go to another mall. Look for the most smartest guy with the most smarty pants, glasses, and good hair. Tell him about ShipMyAss.com. Tell him to spread the news. Start riding the bus all around your house all day and tell every person that gets on the bus about ShipMyAss.com. Start committing misdemeanors or possibly felonies so that you keep getting, you become a repeat offender in the prison system. Tell the prisoners, tell your cellmate about ShipMyAss.com. Tell the prison guards about ShipMyAss.com. Tell the cop. Tell them I sent you. They'll give you 10% off discount code for, uh, uh, start calling up customer service people. Tell them about ShipMyAss.com. 10 bonus points for Indian guys. Go to the park, kidnap somebody's dog, then when they come to get it back from you, tell them about ShipMyAss.com. Say, hey, your dog would love this podcast. I'm doing you a favor. Pick up skateboarding as a hobby. Even if you're terrible and bust your knee or bust your head open, you can tell all the skating guys, hey, have you been to ShipMyAss.com yet? There's some good podcasts there. Or just lie to them. Tell them it's, it's gutter punk, skate tween, shit cringe music, whatever the fuck those idiots listen to. Tell them, hey, you can get the good skating music at ShipMyAss.com. Make sure you don't wear a helmet. Run for mayor. Run for mayor of your city or county. Then you can, when you get elected, you can tell everybody about ShipMyAss.com and mandate that it be on every billboard and every street sign and every fucking bench. And uh, that's just how you help the podcast out. So I don't think it's asking too much. It's 